Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 10. This is your host, Kamran Shushtar. With me is... James Seelig. So, this is finally our first remote recording of the podcast. Yeah. James, can you tell them where you are right now? I'm currently in Davis. I just finished my last final for the quarter. I'm very awesome. tired. Congratulations. You are free, man. Yeah, I spent the last week basically doing almost nothing but studying and thinking up crazy science theories based off of the cool shit I'm learning. Playing a little bit of Smash Bros. when I got like five or ten minutes of time. Nice. Dude, like, I know what you mean, at least with the sleep stuff. Like, I... Today was the first day I've slept... I think I slept, I want to say, nine, nine hours. I've been, for the last, I want to say, maybe ten days or so, just five hours constantly, and I'm just like dead i've uh, just been a, a husk just just uh i guess um a specter if you will just <laughs> floating around haunting people uh clinging chains and whatnot being like Ebenezer scrooge and shit like that yeah, yeah. my final this morning was at like 10 30 so i was like if i just get up at nine i'll have plenty of time to sleep and and everything and then i don't know what it was but like at seven I don't know. I think I heard the my next door neighbor's alarm go off, and it's like the first time I've heard that. But like it just, it sounded like my phone was vibrating, like someone was trying to call me. So I woke up and I was trying to like turn off my alarm and everything. And I'm like, what the fuck? None of my shit is going off. Where is this sound coming from? I like put my ear to the wall and I was like, dude, I think it's coming from next door. What time is it? It's like two hours before I have to get up. What the fuck? So. Hey, man, I got a storm my day early, brother. Yeah. So, yeah, I lost like two hours of sleep this morning. Nice. That's always a good uh, prep for your final. Yeah. Gets you ready. Uh, more aware, I guess, or less aware. I'm not really sure, actually. Well, I guess it depends on the person. My theory is if, it's, if you can do things while it's hardest to do them, then it would be easier when you're in top condition <laughs> so okay. so if you could do shit while you're dead tired then like when you're not it's no problem all right all right so today we are recording on december 12th we will be doing a lot of the news from uh basically everything between when we were last year on thanksgiving to before this past monday so except for a few trailers we're going to include in our news yeah. But James will be back in San Francisco again, so we'll try to record more often. Uh, most likely next week as well, so we'll catch up on the news and everything else. And most likely a shorter format than we did probably, what, like the last three episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, they'll be a lot easier to, uh, to keep up with, if anything, if anyone's, if anyone's still listening. Uh, we'll probably do a big ol' post for everything now that we'll be more regular again be like hey everyone we're we're back around here again uh don't all lose your minds at once also lose that around also if this uh, remote podcast works out fine then we can hopefully do it on a more regular basis definitely definitely but let's uh let's get to where we usually do and games we played i think we'll i think we'll save smash bros for last yeah, that, that seems like a good me. idea. Um, I'll jump into a few really fast. Um, played a little bit of Red Dead 2. Honestly, I played a lot less of it than I expected to. I was like, oh, I'll probably play this nonstop. 
And then a bunch of seasonal Destiny stuff came in the way, and I was like, ah, decisions, decisions. And uh, so I I think I might have made the wrong choice, but I I played a lot more Destiny. But (laughs) I I just played a little bit more Red Dead 2, just like uh, I'm doing... I'm still really early. I'm doing, like, the famous gunslingers and going around still finding them. Yeah. And then uh, I tried... I just tried, like, the, the opening for online... So I created my character. No matter what you do, they're going to look like trash. Like, they just look hella nasty. Uh, You can either choose all these different types of teeth. They're rotting. You have no teeth at all, or you have some teeth. But either way, you're just going to look like the nastiest person. Can I have wooden teeth? I I can't remember. (laughs) I think uh, I chose a full set of teeth, but they're all rotten. So I was like, fuck it. It's better to have some teeth, I guess. I don't fucking know. But uh it was it was cool i just did like the opening stuff i haven't really gotten to the actual full multiplayer portion of it yet uh it's still in the i guess tutorial technically stage of it i was like i'll get back to it later once i get farther in the actual story for the main game and then uh played some destiny 2 well you did too as well we were doing a lot of escalation protocol doing a lot of cleanup of the rasputin dlc because we never finished it yeah so Black Armory is out, and we have yet to uh, yet to touch it. There's a few other things we want to do, and then you still got to get through uh, the Prestige Leviathan raid for sure. Yeah, like we tried that a couple times, but it just never like fully went through. Or like we never yeah, got through the whole thing. You get that lucky team, and then the team leaves, and then yeah. it just gets crazy. Um, but we're almost. I think we have one last quest. It's like the Will of a Thousand now for the nodes and protocols and then i think after that we're pretty much done with rasputin and we can move on to whatever forsaken cleanup and go through the basically the first year of raids i just want my sleeper stimulant so i can wreck things yeah also dawning dawning's out now so we got to do that maybe tonight actually if you're now that you're free oh wait are you driving are you gonna get up go to sleep early though because you have to drive home no probably not okay i kind of want to just like relax now for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll when you're back, we'll we'll continue. All right. So besides those, I actually so I opened my Switch. Yeah. And I downloaded Smash Brothers and everything. I made my little uh, Nintendo avatar guy. I made him look like I guess as close as he can look to me. And I made him like kind of creeping out of a door because it looks hella funny. Um. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, Smash Brothers. That's the one. Yeah, I played it a bit, but I'll talk about that right after. I didn't have a case for my Switch yet. So when I went to work, I was like, I want to play something, though. I'm feeling it. So what did I do? I pulled out my Vita, and I'm like, I'm going to start playing this actually <laughs> instead. <laughs> so instead of going with Vita 2.0, you're like, nah. I'm, I'm gonna just going to go back original. to the Vita. Dude, I still have every game that came out for it from PlayStation Plus, and I made like a list of them all to see like see how many there were, which is a ton. And I like watched gameplay trailers and eliminated like the ones that don't seem interesting to me. So I started basically going down the list and started playing them. Uh, I tried a bit of Nuclear Throne, which is a cool little like uh, over the head uh, shoot 'em up sorta, and it, it was cool, um, but didn't keep my attention long. I played it for maybe like a. I'd say like 45 minutes or something. And then I was like, ah, it's fine. Uh, deleted it. And now my next game, which is a game I probably should have played a very long time ago, is Rezogun. Ooh. Dude, I, f- 
fucking love this game. It's Except so I, I had to come to terms because I was at first starting as if I was trophy hunting again, and I was like, I can't do that. No, that because game's way hard. Every time a character, one of those little green people, you have to save die. I would restart so, it. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like it, it's really like everything spawns exactly in the same place at every time, so you can get really good at like following that, but it, it takes a while. Yeah. And it's time I, I can't afford, and it's like, it, it's really cool, but I, I, I just want to go through the whole thing and just get through with it. Um, if I lose too many of them, then I might restart it, but if I just lose one, I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'm on the, because I spent so much time restarting on the first stage, because somehow one dude would magically die, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I basically oh, jumped um, to stage two. There are some groups of enemies that you have to kill to get one of the survivors oh no yeah i noticed that except like uh i was going everywhere and got him but then one dude just died it didn't tell me why because he wasn't even blinking before he just like went dead Mm. i was very confused i like it though a lot and it's honestly the first house mark game i played since um what was um was it super stardust was that what it was called that was the one that they were most known for before. Yeah. yeah, the old ones for like PSP and PS3. Yeah, so that's the last time I played their games. And I know there's basically a bunch they made for PS4 and Vita. And this is just the first that I'll play. If I don't have them on Plus, then I'll probably buy them for Vita if they're still out for Vita. And just knock knock them all out because they seem yeah. really fun. I, I never played Matterfall, although I have it. Uh, and then there's... Oh god, what was it? Oh, severed. Uh, oh no, no, that's a different. That's that a different drink company. Box. Yeah, um, there's so many. Yeah, see, there's so many video games I'm gonna get to. That's gonna be really fun. I'm gonna have a good time with this, honestly. And I'll be playing this uh, when I'm at work on my lunch for the most part. Usually, actually, no, I have to write Christmas cards. Damn it. It's next. Machina. Okay, so I still have to do it after. Next Machina, oh, next Mach. That was the last one they did, right? I think so. Before they said they were uh, leaving the uh, that genre and yeah, that basically going to more said. lucrative stuff because it's like we have to move with the market. Yeah, they basically said that like there's not a market for arcade games like there used to be, so they were like, eh, "We're gonna try something new." I Which, think fine, but, but like it's it, ma- it makes sense. I don't I don't blame them, and I think yeah. I think eventually when it's like look at how phones went from big to small to big again, and like people like nostalgic shit like vinyls are back i think over time just give it maybe like five to ten years at the most uh arcade games will be make a big comeback i'm sure yeah if anything um but yeah those i played resogun and then did you play anything besides smash uh let me check real quick um pretty much the same as you i, I played a bit of destiny trying to get through the old stuff and then a little bit of Red Dead. I haven't tried the multiplayer yet, but mostly because I, I just want to get through the story because everyone keeps saying that, like, the story is really good. Like, that's the main thing to get out of it, I guess, is, is like, it's a really well-told story. And at least for, like, the first few chapters, I'm like, I like all these characters for the most part, but I I wouldn't exactly say that this is a good story yet. Just because, like, there's no, besides them... Being on the run from the law, I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to be, like, why I'm supposed to care about them, I guess. Because they're all criminals. They're all kind of technically bad people. 
So, I don't know. It's just weird. Some are worse than others, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, what was it? Micah was the one that, like, shoots up that town that, like, you go to save him or whatever. I haven't, I haven't actually, I haven't done that mission yet. I still have to go save him. Uh, that's yeah. how far, dude, that's how far back I am. Yeah, no, so that's, so, and, like, that's the thing is, like, I've been so busy recently that it, it's just, like, every time I would sit down to play, to try to get through, like, a story mission in Red Dead, that would be, like, at least an hour of gameplay to, to, like, get there, to do it, and, like, sometimes it would lead into another mission, and, like, other times I would, like, see something along the way, and that would distract me. So it's it's a very well done game, very immersive, but it's just like because it's so immersive, you can lose a lot of time to it. So mm, I gotcha. So okay. I've been kinda not keeping up on it as much just because uh I like it just takes too long to play it, I guess. Like yeah. I, I definitely want to play it. I just I wanna play it when I have time. No, that makes sense. I, I'm trying to just because uh with destiny also i started playing with my secondary my warlock just trying to i'm not doing everything with them i'm just trying to get through the story stuff with each one because i realized i never did that with them and i'd rather have them all kind of evenly leveled for anything that requires maybe you have to do all three for a week if it's for like maybe like uh festival of the lost when you like when we started late it would have been useful to do them like that and then uh the dawning is out now so it actually, I looked at the dawning a bit. It's a lot easier to take care of, but overall, like besides keeping up with Destiny, I, I want to go back to Red Dead, play as much as I can, and then I realize it's such a large game that it's not one I might stick with consistently. And in, in between, I'll like basically do more Destiny, and I want to finally go back to 2015 stuff. Now's my chance to with the winter coming, and. Uh, finally tackle Assassin's Creed and the other 2015 games that are still like at the lowest end of my backlog. Um, yeah. So uh, let's, we don't have to go into a big discussion on it. Cause I want to do the, I like yeah. a, the game best of the year episode. Yeah. No, I uh, definitely want to talk more about it when I have like more of it done. Well, I mean like also mainly with smash brothers. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Cause we, I don't want to talk too much just cause it'll take too long. Yeah. So it's just uh first impressions, I guess. How far, how many, uh, I guess, what was the farthest you unlocked? Are, are you playing, like, a team battle? Are you doing classic? Or are you doing the story? So, I tried to do this. I've actually been jumping around. So, like, I tried starting with uh, the World of Light. But from what I've heard, it takes way, way too long I heard it, to unlock I heard it's all the like characters. over 80 hours or something. Yeah, like, if you want to get everything, it's it's wicked long. I don't understand. Isn't it just the fight? What do you what do you do? Is it like no. a full RPG? No, it's dude. It's so long. Like okay, so you start off as Kirby, and I guess most people's complaints is that there's just too much. Like, I did hear about people complaining about it. So there's like the spirits that you have to fight, capture, and like I kind of like those spirits because. On the one hand, like they're really creative about the um, like picking a character from a series and saying like, okay, you're fighting big boss from or no the boss from Metal Gear Solid Three, but I'm ready, she, boss. Yeah, but she's like 
in the body of Zero Suit Samus. And I don't know. It's like they they take the, the existing – Yeah, so like they take the existing characters and just tweak their behavior so that they act like those characters from those games. And, and like if you know those characters, you can kind of like pick up on, I guess, inside jokes of like, oh, shit, yeah, they do act like that. That's hilarious. So – it's okay, interesting. It's interesting, yeah. But it's just like there's so many, and and then there's shit like, oh, you found you came across a broken bridge. If only you had a spirit that could fix broken bridges, and it's like somewhere on that board is a spirit that you can fight. That when you beat it and you pick it up, it like gets you the ability to get past that one space. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, and then, like, it's like, oh, you see a treasure chest behind a rock. If only you had another spirit that could blow up that rock. Oh, Oh my God. There's a door over here that you have to unlock somehow. And I'm just like, "Ah." So all I'm hearing is that I should just stick to battle, and that's it. (laughs) Like, like I'm having fun with the story, but if you just want to unlock all the characters to, like, play with, I would not recommend the World of Light. That's what I've been... So, yeah, I've basically been bouncing back and forth between uh, just regular Smash Battles and Classic Mode. But I heard, like, I guess World of Light will get you some characters out of order back. So you don't have to, like, they might be in, like, uh, there's a full order for what you unlock in battles. So if you keep just battling over time, you'll get everyone. Uh, But the ones, like, at the bottom, you might be able to get a little bit sooner because you can find them sooner in, like, the, the World of Light mode, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I don't really know how they show up randomly when the, with their, for the, like, challenger approaches. Screens. Oh, it, there's a full order. Is there? Because I thought... Uh, okay. Yeah, you can look online. There's a, there's a complete order because someone looked it up, and they we uh, every time we found a new one, they would be it would be accurate. Mm, that's weird because it just, it just seemed like a random uh, choices for me, but I guess it's in order. So yeah. if you look online, you should be able to find a list for it and you'll like see everyone that's supposed to be there. So um, out of the 74 whatever characters, I think I've unlocked maybe like a dozen so far. That's it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not very far. Maybe a I little think... bit more than that. Okay. I really, yeah, so far of the new characters that I have unlocked though, like I'm not a huge fan of the Inkling I feel like it's like the ink <laughs> I have stuff. A story about that later. Like the ink stuff is like too. There's too much maintenance for it, and I don't like how you can only recharge your ink like after you've used all of it. So there were times where I'd be like, "Why am I not doing my attacks? Oh, because I haven't recharged." I don't know, but uh, but the one I like the most is Simon Belmont. Like, I'm a pretty big Castlevania fan, and that. His his character is just so fun to play as, and I, I love that he's got, like, not all of the side weapons from Castlevania, but, like, the main ones, it's, it's fu- really fun to play as him. I can't gotcha. I can't wait to get Richter. Yeah, for me, uh, so, I took the day off on, uh, Good. this past Friday when it came out, and we all went to a friend's house, and we all brought our Switches, and we're like, we thought, and we basically all played on one Switch. And it was my friend Brandon's Switch because we usually play his uh, Nintendo stuff all the time for Smash, like for the Wii U and everything. So his console would be the one we'd primarily play when we're all together. Yeah. So we all started unlocking characters on his. And uh, 
I think by the end of it, we got up to a uh, King Dedede because he had to leave for like a, a like three or four hours. So for that amount, I think it was three hours or something. I forget how long it was, but I think we got up to like King Dedede. So there was we got like I want to say almost halfway there or something. Not half. We had at least like thirty. 20 20 to 30 i forget where it was but we got at least that much um and the funniest shit was when we unlocked the inkling we're all like how we all didn't know how to feel about it so we're like why don't we all just try it so we had a screen of six inklings fighting each other (laughs) and it was the most we were just like oh guys (laughs) everyone's just like i'm squirting you i'm squirting you it's just so terrible and um oh my god it was i i think i was one of two people that liked the inkling out of everyone everyone was like i'm not doing this character again uh one one of my friends actually was like i might stick with this one and put it in like you know everyone has their own set of people they'll have a set of characters they'll always use yeah and i think uh, he added pretty much inkling to that i might try it a little bit more just because it was interesting to use but at the same time um it's not one of my mains that i would probably use it's like maybe an optional one that every now and again i'll be like yeah, i'll try this one out again maybe get better with it if yeah it seems like if you get good with the inkling you could probably get a good advantage since you're always fucking squirting people and oh uh, no inkle sure. all over them and freezing them and shit no like um, the um i don't know if you're aware but if you like paint someone uh, like if, if someone's covered in your paint you they take more damage from you yeah yeah that's yeah we noticed that so if yeah. you get really good at like maintaining like oh everyone's covered in paint and like my level of like i don't know ink is fine like if you get used to maintaining all that you can yeah. do really well i hate the charging yeah it, that's the only annoying like the maintenance for it is the only annoying well i just hate sure. that it's neutral b but that's also your grenade yeah, it's very confusing. I was, it, it just, uh, it seems like it's the most to figure out. Yeah. But otherwise... Yeah, if, it was, um, if it was its own side thing that you could do whenever, it would be fine. Yeah. And I guess I'll run through my characters really fast. Because, uh, well, he was, when he left, I was, I ran to the to the screen and I was like, my turn. <laughs> and I, I threw my switch on there and I'm like, no, you have to unlock people for me. <laughs> So we the entire night we were basically just doing like one stock battles, and yeah, that's, uh, I've heard that's the fastest way to do it. Yeah, it, it is, and I think I got up to um, I forget how many I got up to, but like a couple nights ago I, I just played for like ten minutes, got two more characters, and basically I got up to Simon Belmont on my own. So I got like Sonic and Simon Belmont, and I'm like, cool Sonic, I'll never play you, fuck that. Um, but Belmont, I really like Belmont. He's becoming already one of my mains. Like, right now, my main four are uh, Yoshi, Link, Simon Belmont, and I also started liking all the other games that never really used this character, but I started liking Samus. And I'm like, oh, Samus is really good. I'm a, uh, so, Samus, I started using a lot more. So, those are the f- more, four main ones I use now. And then I'll optionally, like, secondaries are like uh, Young Link, uh, some of the Fire Emblem guys, I always mix them up, so I always forget which one does what, and I'll pick the wrong one, and I'll be like, fuck. Um, and... who? Oh, uh, Mario, I dropped. I liked Mario in 64 and Melee, 
but I didn't really play him much in Brawl, but I don't like him anymore. His, uh, I used to like his down spin, but now yeah. it turned into like the sunshine. He just squirts yeah, the, people the, also, the, so now I don't, I I don't want to play as him anymore. He still does the down spin, but that's like another ability of his. Yeah, I couldn't figure... I was like, I'm, I'm just... Uh, he's, yeah, I, I keep never, losing with him, so I'm like, ah, he, sorry, man, I got to drop you. You're, yeah, you're I never done. I liked the, um, the flood pack that they added to him. Just because, like, it doesn't, if you notice, it doesn't even do damage. All right. Good? Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, we were talking about Smash. Um, sorry, there was some audio problems for a second. First time working yeah, remotely, my, so, you know, we're getting into it. My stupid MacBook decided to stop recording for a second. Should have bought a Surface, bitch. <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, real fast, um, I am no longer recording on my Surface Pro. Oh, yeah? I got a Surface Book 2, Ooh. which is very... It's just so much better. Holy crap. It's not that Surface Pro is bad. I just had the low-end Surface Pro 5 model. And for it's like an M3 processor. And for recording like a podcast and everything else like that, it worked. Like it it was able to take both of us and everything. But the processing and everything was a little slow going for it. Just because it's meant for just smaller use. So with the massive book too, I'm like, oh my god, it's great. So, yeah. And it has actual, uh, we won't, dude, it has two USB ports, so we won't have to use a, a hub anymore if you record on mine again. Um, I, I thought you had at least two. No, I had to use a hub on the I Pro. That... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was a little, a little messy there. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's it for, we'll, we'll talk more about it just like during the game. We'll, we'll get more into it as we play more, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so we'll run through gaming news real fast. Uh, oh, I guess one last thing to add to Smash. I've tried the online multiplayer. It's not great. Oh, really? <laughs> I still have to get the like, online pass. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's weird. Sometimes it'll play perfectly fine. And other matches, it's just like f- like five frames a second. Oh, my it's, God. It's bad. They'll, it's so. Nintendo. You know, they... They, yeah. They'll be like, we'll fix it, and they have, like, some hamster running on their fucking <laughs> like I, server. I kind of, I wasn't expecting much, just because, like, the last couple Smash games had, like, really bad online multiplayer, like, both the Wii and the Wii U version, but I, I didn't really expect much out of those at the time. But this one, I was hoping that, like, this one will be, like, it's Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's gotta work. But you were wrong. wrong. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Uh, right. I kind of expected them it to like have issues just because like when in the like the last Smash Bros. Uh, direct they were like, yeah, they we're gonna have online multiplayer, but we really recommend you you know use a hard line because otherwise the experience might not be optimal. And like, I honestly wonder if like the times that I'm having like lag issues, am I playing against people on Wi-Fi? Like, is that the issue? But I don't know. It's it's impossible to tell. Yeah. I kind of wish there was some way to say like limit, like ping distance, to like a minimum to reduce lag. But I don't think Nintendo thinks about that. No, I don't think they do. Oh well. All right. So we'll uh, we'll continue with our uh, gaming news, which uh, is one big piece, and then a couple smaller ones. Well, you know, we'll we'll get into it. Luckily, there's only three overall for us, so we can kind of delve into them a bit more. Uh, first up, Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Blades. Uh, so Elder Scrolls Blades was delayed to early 2019. I would imagine because of one of two reasons. One, they maybe just need a little bit more time to work on. Two, 
they have to throw everyone at Fallout 76 going, we have to fix this <laughs> fucking game, because look at, like, oh my god. So I, I actually ended up, uh, I ended up returning it. I didn't open it. I was like, you know, one, I got a, it came in a loose disc. Thank you, Amazon. Two, like the, I could hear it just like moving around in the case. And then, uh, yeah, it's always, every time that happens to me, I'm like, do I want to open this? Is it a risk? Like, oh my God, is it where, yeah. Do I just send it back and get it again? But I was like, I got it for 48 bucks and everything I heard, I was like, you know, this definitely doesn't sound like a $60 game for sure. It also for me personally, just because of time and everything, I could probably get it cheaper for later. So I will return it. It's not worth the $48 right now for me. And I'll try it some other time, which also says something big because I fall. It's probably one of my top five series of games. Um, so yeah, that was big for me. Uh, I we'll get through it. We'll go through it really fast. Just like, all right, fall 76 broken as fuck. Everything about it just, doesn't a lot of things there's a bunch of bug like think about uh um, it doesn't even sound like people's main issue with it is that there's no story content it's it's literally just that it's broken well that's it's multiple things it's like uh well one it think of skyrim fallout 4 fallout 3 all the think of any past single player bethesda game that's elder scrolls or fallout and how they always come in bugs and it's like, oh, this game's not even really finished with all these bugs in them. And then they're like, well, it's Bethesda. It's cool. Which is true. Yeah, like you, I always do that. Which I give them slack because they're just like, well, it's such a large game. You know, it's impo- it's, it'd be impossible to find everything wrong with it. Which is which somewhat, to an extent is true. It, to a certain extent. And then you look at Witcher 3. And like, yeah. from everything I've heard about it. And it's like, oh, no, it seems like that excuse doesn't exist anymore for your game that seems graphically not yeah. as good. Nor See, with infrastructure yeah. wise seeing seeing all the bugs and shit which yeah, is really sad that's that's a huge problem with, for bethesda right now is that, like for the longest time bethesda was the company that made the big open world rpgs and it was like the only thing people had to really like look to as an example of a huge open world but since oblivion in skyrim other games have done that just as well yeah you got better. like dark like, souls witcher everything else yeah, and so at this point, people are just like, well, well, but if they can do it, then why the fuck can't Bethesda, who it's like, it's literally, that's their thing they're known for. How, how are they not able to do it better yeah. at this point? And it's it's like, uh, I'll get into it later about the other studio that works on Fallout, or that did, and it's weird because it's like, oh, Bethesda, it's like, they do a really good job with making a bunch of the stuff, but there's certain things they don't do, which is really flesh out certain parts of their worlds. Like, uh, I th- I'm not sure if I actually talked about it on a previous podcast, but it's like, I w- my friend sent me a video between like, oh, here's the difference between Fallout 3 and New Vegas. And he's like, you go to Fallout 3 and he's like, here's the difference between how Obsidian handled it and how Bethesda handled it. And you go to like Megaton and uh, Rivet City and Fallout 3 and you're like, well, this is all pretty great. What do they eat? And it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, where do you get your food? And it's like, uh, and it's like, oh, crap. Right. You go to that one shop in yeah, Megaton. Yeah, the one dude comes in with a Brahmin and, you know, supplies yeah. an entire fucking city. Whereas you look a, at New Vegas. Yeah, but, <laughs> there's a bar. Yeah, there's a bar. You go to New Vegas and you're like, what do they eat? And then there's an entire farm and irrigation system for New Vegas. And you're oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah you mean, right. where does their food come from? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, they actually flesh out the world. Like, they make the world a world. It's yeah, not like, like not, stuff missing. Not like they made a city. They made... 
a world where like the city has crops and stuff and you can see where they get uh, get them and all that shit yeah and it's like that's just one piece of everything like uh the other fall games are kind of black and white you either do this or that new vegas you have choices you have actual choices uh, fallout 4 they give you like four factions to choose from but you don't really get to choose within them whereas in new vegas you really do and it's stuff like that which made new vegas my favorite um and now it's like oh 76 is just further showing where it's like you guys should really i know you guys do a lot of work on it but you have to actually try harder like actually put more work and make a new engine or make better graphics like if other people can make better graphic games you guys can too i'm pretty sure you can it's I just not... find it in, insane that when they were first talking about 76, they were like, it's 16 times more detailed than Fallout 4, and then New Vegas, or not New Vegas, sorry, 76 comes out, and they're like, everyone compares Fallout 4 to 76, and just like, what are you talking about? 4 looked better than this somehow. Yeah. How, how, where are you getting 16 times better from? And then, like, other problems they had really fast. We'll just run them through because I know every other news outlet's basically run them through already. Yeah, we were um, not the first ones to this party. Collector's editions, like, they were supposed to get uh, canvas bags, like the material, and they got nylon bags, which it's, like, a uh, substantially different price point and quality of what you're getting there. So that was a whole thing. I think Bethesda is now... And the main thing is that they didn't tell anyone about that. Before yeah, they just they sent them out. out. They, they were just like... No one will care. <laughs> and it's like, like oh, you, you literally are doing something illegal. You are false yeah, advertising. People who spent like two hundred dollars on this, and uh, like uh, special edition, which like granted, mostly was probably for the helmet for most people, but that's still like you're selling a product to someone. Yeah, and, and then like after after they've already given you money, you're like, oh well, we we couldn't really satisfy that, so we'll give you something that's basically the same thing here's five dollars yeah and then that was the the other like insult to injury was like oh we didn't realize people would have an issue with this here's like an i'm sorry five dollars worth of atoms sorry (laughs) it's like dude do you really want to keep spitting on people come on like try better and one one thing that i thought was yeah one thing i thought was really funny about that was people pointed out that they in the Bethesda, or like the Fallout seventy six, add on store, which is mo- like mostly cosmetics and stuff, you can buy like a skin for your character that has that canvas bag that you were oh, supposed to get. Six dollars, and it's like it costs more <laughs> to buy it in game than the amount of atoms that they get people to like say we're sorry we didn't give you this real life version of the thing. That was pretty funny. Like, it's just like, come on, guys. Like, I get you're kind of trying to do damage control, but, yeah, like you said, try harder. Yeah, and then, like, uh, they're like, oh, okay, we're actually making the canvas bags now, and we're going to send them to you. Uh, give us your, like, contact info and everything else, uh, like, all the information we need for that. And so they did, and then apparently you, people could actually easily access all the information yeah. of everyone that sent everything in, and then I was another yeah, like, thing, and I was some, just like, yeah. dude, what are you, the fuck are you guys doing over there? Come on. <laughs> yeah, somehow people's, like, personal info got released on those, like, order tickets, and yeah, just like, at, at, at almost every level of this game's release, there's been some mistake, and it's just like, 
I don't want to usually like kick people while they're down, but like, good God, what happened? Oh, I just, uh, I don't, I mean, it's like, I'm not actively, it's like, oh, this is probably the worst I've been about at all, but it's like, barely anyone listens to this, and it's not really, I'm not sending them letters or tweeting them or anything going, you trash! And I'll shout my rage into the For void. me, it's like, I'm just like, you know, I'm just not going to associate myself. I'm just not going to hang out with y'all anymore. You guys can yeah. have, uh, I, I just, yeah, well, I'm maybe a, I I'll won't. take a break like, from you. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, maybe I won't just pre-order, like, Elder Scrolls 6 just because it's Elder Scrolls 6. Maybe I'll wait for the reviews on that one. Yeah, you're sure reminding me that. fucking broken. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'll be honest, like, I'm just going to do what I been trying to do now and i'm just going to speak with my wallet i'm not going to buy it until it's a lower price and it's fixed and honestly until i have more time which all works out for me so i don't really lose anything in this endeavor so it's whatever um that's pretty much the gist of all that though um there'll probably be more as time goes they'll it's bethesda they're not ea they'll fix it uh i mean not like the ea doesn't fix things but i mean like if it if ea did this uh people would literally burn them at the stake uh, but Bethesda, they have a lot of goodwill for everything else, so I would say things will sound different in three months, most likely. I'll probably take three so. to six months, and then things will be better. Um, yeah. And the next step, this is probably the tragic shit. Rockstar Games has abandoned the agent trademark. Which... If anyone still remembers that. <laughs> the agent was a... PS3 exclusive game that Rockstar was developing, and it was basically a espionage game. And it sounded so freaking cool, and I was so excited for it. And then, hey guys, so this is supposed to come out on the PS3. This is like 2007 when it was announced. Guys, it's uh, 20... It's 2018, about to be 2019. Uh, They came out with GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2. Which is the only bittersweet thing about Red Dead Redemption 2 is I'm like, where's this other thing I've actually been waiting longer for? <laughs> and not to not to say that I was more excited for that than Red Dead 2. I was actually definitely more excited for Red Dead 2. But I'm just like, what does that mean it's actually dead? Is it dead? Because there's still like rumors that it's like, oh, it's still alive. And it's like, what, it, but is it though? I think they I need to see a body. paperware at that point where it's just like when something is announced, but then... It's just that no one talks about it for the longest time. And there's never any confirmed, like, it's, we're not working on it anymore. Yeah. Like, companies will do that. They'll just, like, hold on to an idea just in case they ever decide to come back to it or whatever. So that was always, like, one of the options for uh, for Agent because they never explicitly said, nah, we decided to stop with that. So now that they've officially said it, people can kind of just, I, I guess, put it to rest. Let go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think for safekeeping, I might just go purchase the trademark, and then oh, when they want, cool. it, <laughs> they want it back, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, how much do you want for it? <laughs> I, I actually wish, depending on how much the price would be, I would actually totally do that, like, in a heartbeat. I'd be like, fuck yeah, like, <laughs> make, make some extra, have just control over that. I'm like, yeah, I'm producing the agent. Um, The agent is now a... Uh, game. Well, it's not even a game. It's, uh, a, it's just that'd be a, hilarious. That'd be actually hilarious if you bought the rights to the to agent or whatever, and then with your indie like indie 
team. That oh, made our own version. Just made your own version. That's oh my god! Exactly. Just exactly <laughs> what they described it as. That would be so funny. But, but all right, like, so I don't do know. it as best as you can. Yeah. And I'm okay. That'd be great. Cause right. All right. So real fast, I no one's doing it anymore. I, I work two jobs for anyone that doesn't know. I work at Microsoft, uh, mainly for that's like main job, pay bills, everything else. Um, my nine to five, even though I don't work nine to five, I have various hours. Uh, that's as far into detail as I will go. Wicked. Yeah. Um, but on the side, I work as a sound designer for Forward Instinct, which is a indie team. So it's like people I went to school with, and we make uh, indie games. We came out with one so far called Midnight Ultra. It's on Steam. Yes, I am totally... Brand- I'm just saying it myself. I don't care. Go buy that right yeah. now. Go buy it. It's like three bucks. It's $3.33, basically. Uh, and uh, we'll probably be on sale again eventually, too. We are making one you big game. You mean I could buy in- a whole game for just $3? That sounds like an amazing sale. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we're also making one big game and two smaller games right now. And... Uh, not like big, big, like, oh, this is God of War. I mean, big, like, oh, it's a big, in terms of, like, regular indie games that are, like, I don't know, average size. Uh, and then the other two are just kind of, like, minis, I guess you'd say. But they're all basically for PC. Right. Um, yeah, that's about that. But that'd be cool if we worked on Agent, because there's only a few of us. There's, like, technically now officially, there's, like, six or seven of us. I forget. Uh, originally there's like a core team of four of us and now we've kind of expanded a little bit, but everyone just works remotely. We don't get too much money. It's like more of like, oh, we're getting our names off the ground eventually. It's we're a hoping. passion project mostly, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with how much we get. Yeah. I'd say so for sure. Um, and it's just, you know, who knows we can become something that'd be great, but you know that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we'll make agent, but <laughs> that'd be great. Um, yeah, I, I guess this game, in all rights and purposes, is dead. Uh, it's, it sucks, because I wanted to play it, and I think it was the fact that we waited so long is what made it more intriguing than it actually probably was. It was more like I liked yeah. the idea of it, and just like the waiting game of it, which now brings Capcom to my new target, because James, we're as deep down. That's the next one I'll always ask about from now on with Agent well, Dead. I keep... <laughs> asking like every once in a while like wait where's below that well that xbox one's coming game? out now that on one. xbox is it yeah they said it's coming out next year um i've been like wicked excited for that since they first announced it because like it actually sounds like a really cool top-down dark souls type game i just i like the difficulty level they're going for like a f- last thing i remembered from that one was like yeah if an enemy attacks you with a sword and you get cut you know you'll keep bleeding until you fix the cut and you'll you'll bleed to death if you don't handle that and it's like i don't know it sounds like it could be either really tedious or really interesting that you gotta like really think about how you go through that game but i guess that's for like later when it actually comes out yeah and yeah that's pretty much that Uh, and then the last piece of news which is basically a hub for 20 different things is the game awards just happened yep. um the awards themselves were good uh it's always funny the way i always find it funny when jeff Keeley talks it always feels like he's secretly uncomfortable about something <laughs> like he's know, just he's like just nervous i think it's he's like, yeah he's like nervous or antsy or something like that because now it's because now it's not uh jeff Keeley or whatever yeah it's it's been jeff Keeley. he's been no no, no i mean been, like I, I don't know how to pronounce his name oh, it's <laughs> jeff jeff Keeley. like for for the longest time i thought it was nightly but <laughs> Like, for the longest time, he just used to work for 
GTV. Oh no, no, not G4. Yeah, yeah, game game trailers on Spike TV. Yeah, and they were the ones that used to do the game awards. Video game awards. They don't, yeah, yeah, they they don't do them anymore. Yeah, so and they were he, very much so like very. The, <laughs> dude, they had yeah. basically booth babes come on the stage, and you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, we're not gonna, yeah. we're not evolving, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so he decided like you know there should still be video game awards like there is for the academy awards and stuff like that so and they made it more serious they they still had humor in it but they made it more official no like definitely like now the feel of it is much more like the oscars or the emmys yeah you don't have like jack black going like i'm gonna host it yeah which isn't (laughs) bad necessarily to say for jack black but they were basically made it more of like a of a like entertainment factor than an actual award factor and then it also works out because they they did a really good job it's like how you get funding you're putting all these trailers on there you're for all these game reveals which is really really smart and you're also putting all these discounts and promos where they're like hey there's game award promos we're partnering with all these people and there's constant ads for games in between which it's like i hate ads but at the same time it's yeah it could be worse it could be like something stupid i guess um overall it's going in a great direction there was only one little snip I didn't like, um, and it's just how in certain areas they are more promoting the people that play the games than the people that make the games, uh. and that's the only thing that annoys me. And it, not all over, not in everything. Like they still put like they'll be like, "Oh, this is the best direction for the game," and everything else, which you'll usually see more or less the same people going up to get it because it's the people that are in charge of the studio. Or the publisher, whatever. Um, mainly studio. But in smaller things where it's like... Uh, it's just what I noticed, especially being a sound designer. You have ESP... Like, their ESPN version. They're, um, this is the best pro player. And they have a dude dressed up as a fox come up. And he's like, oh my god. Everyone's like, this dude stole the show. And I'm like, no he didn't. He just dressed up as a fox, man. Oh, and, that guy? Yeah, no, he's a famous esports player. Yeah, he was so famous. I he's never like, heard of him. The literally the only reason I know about him is because he's like an out and proud furry, like that wasn't a costume that they put on him. Oh, I know, I know, that I know him. all about. Like I know that now after the game awards, I was like, oh, this is who this yeah. guy is. Because uh, like I don't I go into esports. Like that's that's something I stay away. No, from. I usually don't either. Like the only esports I guess I watch consistently is Overwatch, is Overwatch League. Yeah. But that's because they they framed it as like a real sports league with like <laughs> well it's it's weird it's because it's like there's city teams it's supposed to just like random teams uh, people so like, that are just wherever yeah so it's like instead of like oh i like this one team that has some people and they're getting their like own arenas and, shit. and some yeah. from england or whatever now it's like oh i support the san francisco shock and i also think the the let's see who else is actually pretty good the Boston Uprising was pretty amazing last year. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the New York Excelsior. Gotcha. But, yeah, so it's like, okay, you got this dude that's up there, and it's like, great, he's the best uh, person playing the game. Yeah. And he, I think he takes off the like that hat or the head part while he plays, because otherwise it'd be, like, wicked fun. Yeah, I'd imagine, like, yeah. But, like, literally, like, as he, from what I understand, whenever he goes on stage and then, like, like, basically, the only time he's not in his costume is when he's actually playing. As soon as he's done playing, he puts his shit back on. Yeah. 
And then um, the other one was like best content creator, and the, that ninja guy goes up, which everyone knows about but me also. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He has hair, blue hair. That's great. Good, good for him. That guy from the Samsung commercials? Is he from Samsung? No. He, uh, I just You could literally because, tell me that. I would believe you. I don't. I literally well, don't know anything about this man. Uh, Samsung has been doing this ad campaign recently for the uh, whatever the new sal- uh, Samsung Galaxy is. Nine. Yeah, it's like... They're trying to sell it as, like, the phone to play Fortnite on if you want to play Fortnite oh, on the phone. yeah. Even though there's actual gaming phones now that would be superior to it. Yeah, get the fucking Razer phone. Or the but, ROG phone. But I don't play Fortnite on those, so they won't be useful to me. Yeah. So, they got him to do a few commercials. for like It's literally just, like, him playing Fortnite on their phone and just, like, this is cool. <laughs> I <laughs> this like this. It's, it's fun. Yeah. But it's, like, all right, there's... You have a you have a dude that streams himself playing games, and another guy that professionally plays games, and then you'll have Jeff Keighley for like two seconds going, and just like not on the stage, but just like somewhere else, really briefly going. And this is who won best sound for game. That that's it, and you don't have anyone go up on stage for it or anything. And really? I'm like, yeah, and that's why I'm like, okay. So the people that play the game get awards, but the people that make the games don't go up to get their like they still get the award, but they don't like they don't get the they proper recognition. Like that's a speech. And it was a really long show. Like that was probably the longest weird. show they've ever had. And that's I was just I didn't like okay. Watch it, so I didn't know that. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was really long and they basically were just doing like specific ones. And that's why I was just like, Alright, fine. I don't know. I I just I I'd rather have more representation of those up there than just random people that play games. Um, but that's just me. And, no, I mean, I understand bad. how much they mean to other people and I get where they're going with it because it's like most, it's probably the majority don't care about the people uh, that make did, the games. They make, they watch... care about the people that play the games nowadays. So yeah. Did you watch the kind of funny games showcase the next day? I haven't watched it yet. It's on my queue right now I... on YouTube. Those guys did a really, really good job. I, I heard, I heard a lot of stuff show. about it. And honestly, like I think you might like that aspect of it because of the uh, celebrating the developers. Indies? Yeah, because like that was the whole point of the uh, um, show was celebrating like the people who make games that we enjoy so much. Okay. Cool. Now I'm I'm gonna definitely watch it in. I would say within the week, most likely, for sure. But hopefully before I re- we record next. Uh, but yeah, so last thing was... I mean, they basically gave out a ton of awards for everything. Uh, of course, the main one just uh, we'll go over really fast was Game of the Year, was God of War. Boy. I was very pleased with that announcement. I was, I was cracking up because Red Dead won, like, everything. And I was like... Do they actually deserve that one though? Like, I know the game's really good. I probably it's probably because I haven't played all all the way through. But like, what kill? I think like Arthur Morgan sounds awesome. His his voice actor sounds great. But I don't think he should have won best voice actor. I think I still think. Did he? Yeah, he won. Oh, man, he beat I don't know. he beat Kratos. He beat Spider Man. He beat Connor what? from Detroit. He beat all of them. Yeah. I was I don't like, know about that. exactly. That was I was like, are you serious? Like, nothing against him, but and you don't. Yeah, he doesn't have well to. Done, maybe I haven't gone through. I mean, maybe there is a lot more emotion when I go through it, and he has different spectrums of acting in it. But Spider Man is still, I adamantly feel the best 
like his actor was the best uh, voices here for sure. Dude, that yeah, the dude those scenes with Peter just exactly. made me feel things. Yeah, <laughs> I I that was like damn dude like hey he made like I said he made me tear I I, I drew tears because of this character and because very of his few, acting the way his performance yeah. was like that's how very I draw few that. games and very few performances can get me to both like smile from ear to ear and like start bawling by the end of the game yeah it's like uh god of war though for sure deserved game of the year that was like honestly so far well we'll talk about it in our game of the best of the year stuff episode that we'll do later on but we'll go into more more to it later sounds good yeah but we'll go through really fast um was there anything you saw uh from game awards that they revealed that you really liked for me it was really fast uh the pathless that was um, the game. Uh, it was the indie team that did. Um, what did they do? I haven't played it yet. It was something good that I heard about. I forget, but it's about little hunter with a bow and a hawk. But the game's called Pathless. That looked really cool. Huh. It comes out next year, and I'm already like, oh, this is actually. I don't usually get too excited about indies just because I'm slow going with them, and I'll get them usually because of PlayStation Plus or um a steam sale or something like that but it's not something i look forward to greatly like last one is i think was like firewatch but pathless honestly looked really cool i want to get that like day one and then outer lands was that what it, or is it outer yeah. world outer lands the, the new obsidian game and i think because they were already making it before microsoft bought them it's still coming on ps4 so i'm like oh, that's pretty good <laughs> it's still oh i forgot that microsoft yeah it's it's not them. microsoft isn't publishing that game specifically i don't think um it's another right. publisher but yeah so but the uh, not bethesda um obsidian's doing that and it's basically fallout in space and i'm like oh hell yeah baby there we go that's what i'm looking for dude um, it just looks like it's so charismatic I mean, like, uh, one of my friends brought up a good trailer. point. It looks like Borderlands. It, it seems like a giant mix of like a Borderlands, Fallout, and a couple other uh, things basically that. got mixed in together. I I loved like their uh, highlighting that like your choices matter or that you can make yes. a bunch of different kinds of choices. And like the last thing they show in the trailer is like you have to make a choice: shoot this guy or or like shoot one of these two people or something like that. And Oh, God, I forget what... No, no, no. It was, like, choose to help one of these two people, and he, like, shoots one of them. (laughs) And the person who was trying to get you to choose was, like, uh, you didn't have to do that, but okay. You (laughs) can do whatever you want. Yeah, and it almost felt like a big middle finger (laughs) to Bethesda, because you're, like... Yeah, especially with Fallout 76 just comes out, and people, like, besides the fact that it's broken, people's main complaint is, like, what do you do in this game? And, and the big thing, too, was, like, they were going to make, like, a New Vegas 2, and Bethesda was like, nah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the... I'm, I could be completely wrong. If it, if I am, anyone who actually would respond to this, correct me, please. Otherwise, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were going to make a second, uh, another Fallout game, and then Bethesda was like, nah, it's it's better than ours. We're not going to do that. kind of sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't really know for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that looks really good. Um... And then, oh, Dragon Age 4. Oh, I missed that trailer. Oh, dude, it's it was just like a quick teaser. That game's probably not coming for like another three to four years, honestly. But No, like literally the uh, 
right before the Game Awards, uh, who makes Dragon Age? Uh, Bioware. EA? Same guys as uh, Anthem and Mass Whoever Effect. makes EA was like... Uh, no, sorry, not EA, Dragon Age. Whoever makes Dragon Age was like... Yeah, Bauer. Oh, I didn't hear you. I, I think your right. audio cut out for a second. Yours did too. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, great. so like... Bioware said that the next Dragon Age isn't going to come out for like at least another couple years. Yeah. And then there's like a trailer at Game Awards. And I was, so I think that was why I was like, I don't need to watch this because it's probably It was just way a quick early. teaser. It was just like, um, remember, it's just reminding you who the villain's going to be for the next game. Mm, okay. You played all the way through Inquisition and the DLC, right? I never even started it. <laughs> oh, never mind. I won't talk about, I won't talk to you about it. it was, dude, honestly, it's like, Probably my favorite Dragon Age game. Um, well, I heard good things about it. It's really... I don't know which I, I like, Origins or that one more. It's hard, it's hard to say, just because this one is really good, and the ending made me, like... I was like, oh, shit, I'm invested. They got me. Whereas Andromeda was like, yo, they kept me away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Dragon Age looked really cool. Uh, Far Cry looked very much whatever. I was like, oh, they threw Rage into it with all the freaking colors and shit. I and find it really weird that I'm more interested in that Far Cry, though, than I was in Far five? Cry 5. I, I think I just... I don't know. I still have I to play... I think I've only... I have only liked Blood Dragon. I didn't like 2. Uh, when I played multiplayer with 1 with you guys, I didn't like that one. Oh, uh, no. See, that's the weird thing. It's like 1 and 2 are very different to the yeah. rest of the series. Uh, and, like, um, I still have a free copy of 4 that I should play on PS4. I'll play it eventually, and I'll see how I feel. Because I know that's more akin to what Primal and 5 and this one will be like. Yeah. And that'll determine whether or not I'll even attempt to play 5 in the future. Because if I don't like 4, then I'm just... It just tells me that Far Cry's not my franchise, basically. Which is fine, because I already have too much anyway, and that kind of works out in my favor. But, yeah, that's how I felt about that. Rage 2, I think that trailer just told me enough where I'm like, I have to pick and choose a lot more wisely now because of timing and everything for games now. Yeah. Like backlogs and there's not being, a, time to do being an actual adult yeah so i'm like rage 2's trailer just kind of told me that i don't need this game and there's nothing against them it's just not for me it's, it's no, just like, not something i'm it looks really fun to. it's just yeah it's just, there's other stuff yeah it's it's just for uh i hope other people like it i just i'm probably not gonna play it or buy it um was there anything else in the game awards that were really that eye-catching that you saw uh, the only other thing that I can think of is that Joker from Persona Five is going to be oh, the yeah. first DLC character, and he's a, a PlayStation character, uh, a PlayStation exclusive <laughs> game has oh, a character shit. coming. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, dude. That's why it, it opened the floodgate oh. really fast because that means, yo, you can get, you can get more people here. Which yeah, for I me, think... I was just like, oh, cool, it's a Persona character. I never thought I'd see a Persona character yeah. in Smash. I didn't even think that like that game is an exclusive to PlayStation. They'll, they'll bring in... That means they're going to probably bring in more third-party. Um, nothing uh, that's yeah. going to be first-party from PlayStation, but there is a possibility, because it just seems like... Uh, a lot of people were like, yo, what if... Because, like, they work together with Minecraft now and everything, like, with uh, Xbox and Nint yeah. uh, Microsoft and Nintendo. Um, I know nothing about this. Like, I, I, I'm not even in that area Dude, at I all. I can see Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, there's a... Everyone's like, yo, I think Banjo could do that. I think that they... 
personally, if I was Sony, I'd love Crash. If I was Crash Sony, I wouldn't. I would make sure Activision doesn't put Crash or Spyro in that. If I was really? Sony, yeah. Why? Because if I was Sony, I would be working on a Battle Royale two because it was still successful, and I would play was a Battle it? Royale two. I think I think it was moderately successful. Like it wasn't big, but it was like, like it was still I, I liked, fine. I liked the idea of it, and I played a decent amount of it. But I liked the whole time I was playing it, I was just like, it's just. It's just not Smash, though. Like, yeah, no, it, but <laughs> that's the problem like with everything, though. It's like it's weird because it's the only other thing like it, which is why they compare it to it. Whereas you have like twenty different fighting games, and everyone's fine with those. It's like a weird bias. It's just like the Nintendo think, goggle stuff. I think the problem with it that me and most people had was the like there were no ring out kills. Like, yeah, you yeah, just smash right. someone yeah, off the, that was one the, the part. Yeah, it's like you had to use the final smashes to kill which people. Is, which is why I think a second one would be... If they don't shy away, they just go, this is yeah. straight up our version it, of Smash. Yeah, and so that's they the thing. It's like, make I it think, like that. I think that, that... Yeah, I think you're right. that they, For some reason, they were just like, well, we can't make it exactly like Smash or else everyone will make fun of us and say that we're just copying Nintendo. But that's literally what everyone wanted them to do. Anyway. And it already felt like it anyway, too. When and, they yeah, that's, it. and that's the thing. is like, why would you go nine-tenths of the way there and then just be like, no, we have to do it different. Like, no, no, yeah. just, just go the extra tenth of a mile. Just Yeah, and that's why I think, like, they'll have more exclusives now, a lot more. And they'll, they can draw from all four generations, plus put in, like, certain third-party ones. And there you go. You got a filled-up game. But Dude, what if what if Parappa the Rapper showed up in Smash Bros? That would be ridiculous. But that's why I think what if Master Chief showed up in Smash Brothers? Dude, that would be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. That Dude, would be tight. I would lose my my goddamn mind because I could actually finally have Smash Bro or Samus versus Master Chief and just like do that forever. A new challenger approaches. I'm here to finish the fight. And then you have like a full freaking <gasps> yeah, Halo he's, map he's or like, like a Halo. Like, uh, okay, I don't know if you noticed this, stage, but every time so you that just they see like a new you see like an old bungee uh, esque. Like, cheesy-ass, like, this person joins the fray, but it's, like, specific to that character. For Chief, they could literally have that splash screen and it be, like, Chief finishes the fight. Oh, my God. That'd be, it'd be I just, love that. I mean, they said, <laughs> they said Persona, that's the first part of the DLC uh, packs. They said yeah. that, expect crazier announcements like that. They said expect yeah, and that's more. The, and that's that, the thing. It, it leaves After... so much open. I think after the show, uh, Jeff Keighley and uh, Reggie Fisame had a little talk, it, and like they and Reggie basically said like, yeah, this sets the tone for what you can expect for the DLC characters. That like, it's gonna be this crazy and this yeah. like out there. Uh, I'm not sure what you heard. We'll start over with South Park really fast. Uh, it's just really good. Uh, the Man Bear Pig episodes with Red Dead are really awesome. Highly recommended. Uh, there's stuff in the because of it like i'm sure the people that played red dead that didn't know you could do certain things that yeah. they stay in south park like they actually it's like they played the game they know what they're talking about it's pretty good you got deputized <laughs> um like with a, and then his wife the 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 policeman's wife i was <laughs> that was killing me this is my life now shamus and my life i'm fucking loving it <laughs> um i watched uh the entirety of the first season of the mines uh show the motorcycle show like the the spinoff it it's actually really good i like it a lot um it like i said before very involved with cartels with fbi there's like multiple factions in it it definitely will have a second season like i 
highly doubt it wouldn't. It's it's pretty good. And there's some Sons of Anarchy characters that come in either like cameo or uh, they appear in the like story somewhere within the season. I'm not going to say who. Uh, and they, it doesn't necessarily mean it's someone in the motorcycle company. It could be another character. There, there's, there's, you'll see. It's a good time. So sort of like Better Call Saul, where it's, it's like related to, uh, Breaking Bad, but like, and you get some of the old characters, but not all of them. No, 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 nothing like that. It's like, just think of it like it's the same world, but it's a new adventure with new characters. Mm, okay. And there might occasionally be someone from the old one that pops in, but they're not. They might have some impact, but some might some more than others. But otherwise, like the main cast aren't the ones that are from the show, the previous show. Right. Yeah. And then uh, more. I still we need to keep going on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I watched like I think one or two more episodes. I oh my god, dude, that's a really good show. Yeah, I, like I, I keep hearing good things about it, so I keep waiting to like start it for when I have time to like really appreciate it because I used to really like the original show. It, it's not the I think someone I forget someone said they didn't like it and they're like it's not it's not like the original <laughs> show. And I just looked at them and I was like, is that a real is that is that a real complaint? Are you serious? I want everything to always be the same <laughs> and nothing to change forever. No, it's just because the, the that shows from the '90s and the '90s is a very particular time. It's like if you got the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies now, you'd just you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I will say for those movies, like the first time I watched the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, which I I loved when they first came out. Oh, yeah, I, definitely. I didn't watch them for like a decade, and then I finally watched them again. I was like, I don't remember them being so cheesy. <laughs> but, don't yeah. tell Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not gonna get to that. But it, oh my god, those movies! I mean, I still own those movies. Those movies are amazing, but they're just like they're not serious anymore, for sure. They're no. very much like a wacky fucking film. Curse you, Spider Man! <laughs> uh, I watched more uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh, for the new season. It's pretty good. It's weird watching just one of the superhero CW shows because the others are like. They they all have a crossover again called Elseworlds. I haven't. I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. Dude, like, Stephen Amell tweeted out today they're gonna do Crisis on Infinite. I heard, Earths, and I'm just like, I, oh man. So, timing is killing me, and I'm like, maybe I'll catch up with them all on Netflix and see. Dude, I'm so far behind. I'm I'm a season behind now, and partial seasons with other ones. It just depends, but yeah, I'll, I'll see what happens. Um, and then last, I saw Creed two. Oh, I want to see. Did you see that. Creed two? Okay, no. so. It is not as good as the first one in terms of quality because... I've heard that, it's, yeah. It's a lot more mixed up. Like, everything's more... It's less... It, the movie's a lot less organized. I'll put it that way. It doesn't make it a bad movie. It just... It's not as cohesive as the first one. The, the first one sends, like, full, clear messages. This one is just kind of jumbled mm-hmm. together. And it also... It's very clear that you don't have Ryan Coogler directing it because of that. Like, you ha- you see what he did with the first one, then you have a secondary director doing this one. And then it's just like with Black Panther. Like, it's Coogler's third film and probably his weakest in comparison with the other two because he has the Disney trike, the little, pretty much the Disney um, bumpers and the bowling alley on because you can only do certain things. You can't do any crazy tricks. Right. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I will say this, the ending that the last fight is probably one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. It is so fuck like, uh, they, even though the overall story is just jumbled, the characters themselves are highly, highly good. Like they're great quality. Okay, cool. Um, like Rocky, Adonis, uh, Tessa Thompson's character, his mother, freaking Ivan Drago and his son. Holy crap. Like they're dude. Ivan Drago's son. Like the part of it is about him. I would say part of the film is actually about him too. And his, the way he has to live his life. And you just kind of see he's a polar opposite of Adonis because they grew up in different worlds completely and they were raised much differently and you really feel for both characters. Like, it, it, you, you really get well, in there with them. Yeah, from what I heard, uh, Drago, like, after Rocky Four, like, after he lost, like, it wasn't all, like, sunshine and rainbows. Like oh, he Rocky, lost everything. Yeah, like, like Rocky had that speech at the end of, like, we could all work together and end the Cold War. But, like, no, 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 no. Apparently, Drago got, like, fucked over by Russia. and uh, Oh, no, to, like, they, they fucked him over big. You, you, you see exactly what happened. You, you see what they live. Like, the, the first part of the movie is about them. So, like, there's a reason why Drago, like, trains his son to get, like, revenge. Basically. You'll you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm very all excited right. to see it because, like, I really, really like the first one. And it still it still gets you emotionally too. It it's just like I said, it's just disorganized. That's the only thing with it. Mm. Otherwise, like it's a great time. Um. All right, yeah, that's all I've watched. What about you? Uh, just in a in a uh, fast track of it. Uh, rewatched Thor Ragnarok recently. Uh, I watched the new season of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, which was pretty funny. Yes. Uh, one of the cheesy movies in that one was Atlantic Rim, which was like f- fucking terrible. Oh, don't, please don't even tell me about so that. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it was it was great bad, but uh, and I was looking for something that I could just like put on in the background while like studying or whatever. So I started watching Star Trek: The Next Generation because I never watched <laughs> like the majority of that. And Suck my ridges, Captain. Dude, like I. I don't know. I guess as a kid, I just, like, didn't really appreciate it. I thought Star Trek was, like, super boring. But, like, watching it now, I'm like, this show is fucking amazing. Like, all the characters are well acted. Like, I actually give a shit about everyone. Like, the the adventures they go on are interesting. The effects are really good for, like, the early 90s. Like, it's really well done. Like, I can't believe I, sk- I skipped on Star Trek The Next Generation for so long. But, uh... And other than that, I give a Netflix show called Sick Note a try, because it's got uh, uh, Rupert Grant oh, in wow. it, who played uh, Ron... Oh, Harry. Weasley. <laughs> yeah. He played Ron Weasley, and then uh, Nick Frost what? Is, uh, is in it. Yeah, and I, I love both those characters, and like, it's a good show, but like it's kind of hard to to watch because like literally all of the characters are like absolutely horrible people like the premise of the show is that like rupert grint's character daniel he gets misdiagnosed with cancer by uh nick frost's character who's like a doctor oh no 
But, and, like, so he tells everyone he has cancer, and everyone teaches, uh, treats him, like, really well. Like, his girlfriend that was going to break up with him stays with him because she's like, I can't leave you now. You've got cancer. <laughs> and so, like, basically, like, he, everything in his life gets, like, better after he gets cancer. And then he gets a call from the doctor again, and he's like, uh, I made a mistake. You don't have cancer. And... It was like this long thing where it's like that was like the one last fuck up for for the doctor. So he so his reasoning was like you can't tell anyone that I misdiagnosed you or else I'll lose my license. And then Daniel realized like I can't tell anyone that I don't have cancer because then my life will go back to shit. So it's a show about the main character like lying to everyone and telling them he's got cancer and like literally within the first episode he like accidentally almost kills his like best friend like after his best friend finds out and it's just like it gets like worse from there so it's hard to recommend the show because all all like literally all the characters are irredeemably bad oh wow and and nick frost's character is just like i cannot imagine how he ever got a doctor's license because he's like just stupid like like how do you pick up your wife's phone in the morning that's like covered in rhinestones and shit and you go all day and not realize like oh i have someone else's phone. like literally his wife called him and was just like you have my phone like how is that possible then how are you calling me he's like because i'm calling you on your phone idiot gotcha, gotcha. And he like yeah and he like looks at his phone and it's like covered in rhinestones he's like huh i guess i did take your phone it's like so it, it, he's like impossibly stupid for a doctor so it's kind of an unbelievable show, but at the same time, I kept watching it because of that mor- like morbid curiosity of like, when when is everything going to get yeah. found out? Because there's no way okay. there's no way they keep this going. Gotcha. Okay, sounds pretty interesting. I, I have too many of the shows. I'm like I I like them, but yeah. uh, we'll see. For me, it's a British show. I probably won't. So it's, I'll be honest. Like liter- literally, each season is like eight episodes. So I got through the two seasons like way faster than i thought i would and i was like really that's it for now okay all right but yeah so that that's about it for okay me. so we'll go through the film and tv news pretty much uh it's gonna lot, go a lot faster for this one one just not too much to say on it too like i said time is a uh, time is a foot here so first up uh yeah. there's gonna be a live action cowboy bebop movie uh is it do you know if it's a movie or a show on netflix i actually don't remember that's a good question. I thought it was a okay. Show, yeah, I think it's a, yeah. I think it's wrong. a show. Um, yeah. So there's me live action one. The only thing with that is every single anime that's gone live action has turned into utter trash. So yeah, do not watch the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie. It is awful. I will take your word get, for it, and I will skip it. I couldn't get through five. Don't watch of the it. Attack on Titan ones. Those are t- atrocious. Um, <laughs> I've heard that too. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe this could be a good one. Who knows? Um, only time will tell because it cowboy bebop has some like special leeway that other animes don't all right yeah so we had a short little break there we actually uh took uh what would you say it was like a three hour break four yeah. hour break yeah so, so took a, a quick nap and then got some food <laughs> i had to go to, uh, to dinner for my grandfather's uh, 98th birthday so that was fun that's awesome uh, yeah but yeah, so I don't have a headache anymore. <laughs> that's good, dude. I sleeping today. I felt so good when I woke up. I was like, oh my god, this is what it's like to sleep more than five hours. I'm so happy. Yeah, same. I was getting a headache, so like sleeping and drinking some water. I woke up and I'm like, I feel okay now. <laughs> I'm good. I think I just like studied too hard. 
Well, we're back for the news again. Uh, We don't have to go as fast as we were planning, but we'll still basically finish up. Do it justice. So, next up, uh, we just talked about Cowboy Bebop. Next up is uh, Sylvester Stallone is retiring the character of Rocky Balboa. So, Creed 2 is his last entry for the character, it sounds like. Um, I expect there will probably be a Creed 3 most likely, but it'll just be the continuation of just Michael B. Jordan's character. And Rocky's, basically Rocky's arc in it is pretty much done, because he, even though he was a secondary character for Creed 1 and 2, he was still very, very there. Like, he was... He, he was, like, the new Mick. He, he was the trainer now. Yeah, but he still had his own stuff going on. Like, you had scenes with him without uh, Adonis, and then you had stuff about him going on like in the first one he had there was like the whole cancer uh, oh, yeah. fight that he had uh, his final Dude, boxing match with, where like um, uh, creed is just like why why aren't you like getting help like why aren't you going to the doctor for your cancer he's like i got nothing else to live for man i don't, i kind of just want to end this ride i was like jesus yeah and i was just like oh he knows time to end this stuff yeah so <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's sad for that to end, but it's still like we have basically seven movies of him, which is really nice. And yeah. then we still <laughs> we have a new I Rambo mean, movie coming, so that's gonna be crazy. Hey, I mean, no, if, I'm not too old to, to teach some people a lesson. I mean, if you're not as big a Rocky fan as me, you might not remember that like he's been trying to retire since the first movie. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just it kind of happens. It's like when uh, Harrison Ford's been trying to die in Star Wars forever. Yeah. But all right, uh, that's that. Uh, I think what was it? Crunchyroll is getting it. Uh, Crunchyroll is getting a, a Blade Runner anime. That could be really cool. Yeah. I'm very excited about that, especially after how good 2049 was. I think it was, it was called 2049, right? Yeah. Yeah and that movie was like unexpectedly good yeah it's like because usually all these random sequels that have been resurfacing like but you know in this day and age everyone's they're afraid to do uh old movies and whatnot or like new original movies for the most part so they always were like oh we're just gonna keep revisiting sequels or remaking movies and a good amount of them are all flops or fails or just trash. Some Generally. are actually somehow good. Like, ironically, the best, the Judge Dredd, like the Dread movie was uh, uh, better than the original version of that one. Um, but that and was like a weird needle in a haystack. And a bad example is the new RoboCop movie. I knew you were going to say that. Somehow it was mm-hmm. in, in my mind. I was like, yeah, it's going to. Yeah. But uh, Blade Runner, that was a. Not only was it a success, but it was like really well done story-wise. It was really well done audio-wise. It was probably one of the best audio. That and Dunkirk were probably the two best movies for audio that year, which is last year. Yeah, last 2017. Yeah, 2017, those two movies dominated in audio for sure. Um, but yeah, that should be cool when it eventually comes out. And then, yeah, we'll get to uh, the cancellation. Uh, Netflix. So we thought Netflix is just going to cancel Iron Fist and Luke Cage because they're probably the lowest of the series, but also yeah. like, oh, here's for hire. People had complaints about like, well, Iron Fist since the beginning, but Luke Cage season two, people were like, 
And it's weird. Look, Iron Fist went uphill, whereas Luke Cage went downhill. Because yeah. Iron Fist Season 2 is still better than the first one. And it was more enjoyable. The character was more uh, enjoyable. I would agree. Uh, Luke Cage just kind of... It wasn't even really Luke. It was just the villain. The rogues kind of Well, yeah. Dropped. It was like everything around Luke Cage was just like not as interesting as Luke himself. Yeah. And like we were like, oh, okay. Here's where Hire's going to come. They're going to do it like a team-up show. Yeah. And that'll be that. Nope. It turns out nothing's safe because Daredevil, which is definitely most they were the most successful of the shows, uh, was canceled after season three. Which it's weird because season three was actually really, really good. Like it was better than season two. Um, not as I'd say it's on top there with season one. It was definitely Possibly. one of the best though, especially the ending. Like I said, we talked about it before, but the fight. Uh, we're not going to say what happens in the fight, but at the Dude, end, there's a fight. It's just so well choreographed. It's just so good. It's so damn good. And to see that getting canceled... All right, so we still that was have... That really surprising to yeah. me. Next up, we have Jessica Jones, season three, followed by The Punisher, season two. That means for sure, like, there is no doubt now, because if Daredevil's canceled and it was successful, that means Jessica Jones, after season three, will get canceled right after... Probably. And Punisher after season two will get canceled. And then that is the last of the Netflix Marvel movies or it, Netflix it, Marvel shows. That's it. They're, they're yeah, over. It sounds like they're basically just like cleaning uh, shot. Letting, letting them finish what they've got going and then ending them, which is sad because I don't remember who it was, but someone who was working on uh, Daredevil said that they, they already had like a whole season four, like storyboarded and everything. Like not like they hadn't started filming it or anything. But they had like ideas to keep going with the show. They just, yeah. Apparently, even to the show writers, it was just a really sudden cancellation. And then uh, it's it's weird because it sounds like it might not they might not go to Disney Plus, which yeah, that's the other weird thing. It's, it's like, because Disney Plus is supposed to be supposed to be very family friendly oriented, which does make sense since like how mature will the Mandalorian and Cashin shows will be for star wars because those seem like they're more i don't know I, I feel like they would be better suited as mature shows than child shows since it's they're live really action boring. star wars it's gonna be really boring to watch a mandalorian show where the mandalorian can't kill anyone <laughs> they'll still i mean for sure they'll still kill people like you, you still have clone wars the tv show coming back and they kill oh, people man. rebels kill they, people what if they do like the saturday morning cartoon 90s rules where it's like he can shoot as many enemies as he wants, but they have to be droids, and he has to use a laser gun. No, that's not going to happen. That'll be boring. <laughs> no, that'll be trash. Um, it's weird, because I, I don't know where they're going to... Ha- they, they keep... Marvel keeps saying they're going to continue the journeys of these characters, but they're not saying... It's not really what, it's where. Where are they continuing exactly? And is, yeah, it, it could possibly still be Disney+. Plus. It obviously won't be Netflix now. Um, other uh, like other possibilities or anything owned by Disney. ABC is owned by Disney, so would it be sharing a spotlight with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or maybe kick them out of the area? Um, could it go to, if they end up getting Fox and everything, would it go to Hulu? Like It's, it's stuff like that. Like Where is it possibly going to go exactly? Is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. still going, or did they end the series? Uh, dude, I stopped watching when, I uh, remember Hive, when Ward became Hive? Yeah, that was like a season or two behind. That's, that's the last time I watched. 
So I never saw Ghost Rider or anything like that. Um, so I have no idea what's going on with that show exactly. But yeah, uh, so I we'll, really we'll liked s- the last couple seasons. We'll see where Daredevil goes and the rest of his Netflix Marvel buddies. Um, yeah, it's and then we got shot. But what if they just like showed up in the Marvel movies? That's not gonna happen. I doubt it. But yeah, how, that won't happen. They're too much. They're way too mature for their Marvel movies. Like that wouldn't that wouldn't work at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got a uh, one Marvel movie announced as well as two DC movies. First up for Marvel, it's a uh, Shang Chi. Uh, basically, Marvel's first, I think, right? Yeah, their first Asian hero solo film. Um, I don't know too much about this character, honestly. Who? Shang-Chi. I don't know. The only... I'm gonna be like... honest, I thought when there, when I saw something on a news thing for Shang-Chi, I was like, you know, is this a Mortal Kombat character? <laughs> like, no, it's a Marvel, it's a Marvel comic character. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. Oh, shit, that's right. That was the other big one, yeah. Well, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. It looks pretty cool. Uh, they're gonna, it that seems was a like... a cool trailer. Yeah, it, it's just gonna be a lot of uh, fatalities for sure. Uh, yeah. Ba- basically, yeah, Shang-Chi coming, Marvel superhero that I don't know shit about. And yeah, and then uh, DC, <laughs> DC's two movies coming up are uh, Blue Beetle and Plastic Man, separately, of course. Uh, they're gonna be two, the two next titles to join the giant pool of Disney movies that never seem to come to the surface. I mean, Disney. Did I say Disney? I meant DC. Of DC movies that seem to all jump in a pool but never resurface, and then you, you're left wondering. Hey, what's happening in there? Are you guys okay? Do you need air? Um, is everything fine? There's a lot of you in that pool, but for some reason, no one keeps coming up. Like, we're finally getting Aquaman, and then uh, next year we get Captain Marvel for the Shazam movie, and then um, uh, Wonder is the Flash okay? Yeah, it's the fl- <laughs> dude, the Flash. I think he drowned. <laughs> I think the Flash drowned, and so did Batman. I'm not really sure. Uh, Batgirl, Joss Whedon drowned Batgirl. I saw, I saw it happen. I saw him do it. He, he didn't have a, he didn't regret it. Yeah. I'm not sure who's going to even do Batgirl now that he left it. Like I said, we still have to do, um, it's like up to, do we get successful enough? We do a Patreon. We start doing Patreon specials, like a DC movie thing. Or do we just like do a DC movie show for like covering everything about what's going on with everything the dc rant just do a dc rant episode yeah it would basically yeah we'd cover like what they already came out with what's coming out and what's supposed to eventually come out and what order they might or will be in i think that'd be a and, fun bonus episode yeah right it's yeah because yeah we'll see um like i said if we if we have a patreon we'll do it for that otherwise we'll probably just do it and release it depending yeah. on how successful we are with just, just eventually yeah, if we have a free show or not. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, Blue Beetle, Plastic Man. Uh, Blue Beetle, for those that don't know, is a Puerto Rican character named Jamie Re- Jaime Reyes. He gets the... Because they're not... They're, they would never do Ted Cord. Um, Jaime Reyes is a Puerto Rican kid who gets the Beetle as a backpack. And it's like an alien technology that's... 
uh, self-aware, so it knows what it's doing, and it could talk to Jaime when they're attached. And it's very um, hostile. That's the right word for it. It's very hostile. And so I see DC doing this not only to tackle like a, a Hispanic audience, but also to, I guess, introduce a younger character, because Jaime is a teenager. And the only other young, or technically young character, will be the will be Billy Batson in the Shazam movie. Other than that, I don't think there's any other ones, unless like you count Nightwing or Batgirl if those actually come out or not. Yeah. Okay. So where were we? We were talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, so sorry. There's a lot of difficult uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, my mic keeps today. spontaneously like disconnecting my microphone or something. It. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, it's our first remote recording, so we'll see. Uh, it, it's trial and error, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we were saying, DC movies, uh, Plastic Man. So that one, he's, his name is what, Eel O'Brien, and he was a thief that, I forget how he got his powers, but basically he's a dude that can stretch himself and morph himself into different like shapes or even people. So I would assume then that a Plastic Man movie, it'll be quite the comedy, most likely. So DC's aiming for more comedic approach, which should oh be interesting. God. I want Jim Carrey to play Plastic Man so bad. Oh, actually, that might work if if he wasn't hella old now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll find someone. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so those were the DC and Marvel movies announced. Next, uh... Remember that uh, Halo show that's going to be on Showtime? No. <laughs> Remember oh, wait, that Halo? Yeah. yeah. So it's director, the director for it uh, was the name Rupert Ryan. He left because of the production schedule extension. So I guess like their production schedule ex- had extended dates that he couldn't do. So he had to leave. I don't know. I, I can't remember if they're actually, they were in the middle of production or not, or they haven't even started yet. But that shows just, uh, it just seems like it keeps uh, hitting a lot of rocks here over yeah. the years. Because what, it's been, what was it announced, like six years ago now? Five years ago? I don't know, remember. Was it at the I, same time that the Xbox One was announced? Was that the same I show? feel like that's when it actually or was. was that Nightfall? Yeah. That might have been, no, they announced both at the same time, I thought. There was, like, one's Ridley Scott and one's Steven Spielberg, and then they gave us Ridley Scott's, and we were like, yo, he shouldn't do things anymore. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Steven Spielberg, I guess he's not even directing it, so that's great, too. Um, he's probably just doing some creative... Or, no, he's probably just executive producing it, and that's it. And he's like, yeah, I had some hand in it, and he'll, you'll see his name in the credits. And that's the extent of it, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um... Oh, this is, dude, this is a good one. Remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah, I, lo- I love that show. So it's coming back uh, to MTV. It's being revived by Ice Cube. So it sounds like he'll do voices in it, plus basically just like bring it, he's bringing it back himself. And then I'm sure we'll get a bunch of guests on it to kill each other using their claymation forms. So that'll be freaking awesome. I remember, um, when I was super little, I was probably like three or something and it was going on. It was still considered too violent by my mom. So I'd see my sisters watching and I'd just kind of walk in and I'd still get to see a bunch of it. I think 
<laughs> uh, what are the claymation? Dude, it's I don't know. I was when I was a really little kid, I was very shielded, so it kind of screwed me up a bit. Um, uh, in terms of like not knowing things when everyone else did, and I'd just be super naive to everything. It was really bad. Um, th- what I remember though was the most memorable one. I think was Black Michael Jackson versus White Michael Jackson. <laughs> And they didn't know which one was the real Michael Jackson. That that I remember that. That was pretty funny. Um, the others, though, I cannot remember for the life of me, except for like I think one of the ref, they, one of the announcers fought an alien once or something. I don't know. It was it was it was weird. It was a good time though. And then, uh, oh, dude, Men in Black Four. It got a title. Did it? Yeah, it's uh, Men in Black International, and it's the one with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you got the Thor Ragnarok crew basically being the new uh, K&J. I don't know if they're actually K&J. They're probably... Honestly, it just seems like if it's called International, they're just going to be Australian, I'm assuming. Oh, so that just be funny. Yeah, because they are both Australian, I'm pretty sure. Unless, or is Tessa Thompson British? Uh, She's one or the other. Yeah, I don't know about Tessa Thompson, but... Hemsworth, Hemsworth is, is Australian. Well, no, not Australian, yeah. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is Australian. I just don't know if Tessa Thompson's Australian. She's one or the other. Uh, but it'll be cool either way. I'm excited for that. I think it comes out in the summer, so that'll be great. And then there was a full confirmation for Spider-Man 2 Homecoming. Jake Gyllenhaal will indeed be playing Mysterio. I love he announced it on Twitter with like that video of him putting down the uh, comic like the mysterious Spider-Man fights Mysterio comic, and he's just like, "Wait, I'm not Spider-Man," or something like that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Um, for those that don't know, Mysterio is a villain of Spider-Man who. How would you describe he 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 was in a movie he was on movies he was a movie yeah star, he was, was a, a special effects artist that that's what it was he like prided himself on doing like having the best um effects and like one day he actually like he lost his license or whatever because he got someone killed with one of his effects because he he used like real explosives and being the stereotypical villain he's like you just don't understand the brilliance of my work (laughs) so he decided to start using his special effects skills to like rob and steal for people so like i don't know his go-to in the comics are like hologram cubes he basically like throws out dice and it projects like a basically a star trek level holodeck around them so he basically just confuses people with uh illusions and stuff he also yeah. wears like a, fish a giant fishbowl on his head it's more like an orb He's that you can't really see through. It's just like a reflective glass, but it's pretty freaking awesome. Well, it's more goofy than awesome, I guess. Yeah. I think Spider-Man constantly makes fun of him because I'm like, hey, fishbowl. Yeah. Because you, you know for sure he's going to crack his freaking helmet. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to break. It's, it'll, it'll, I'm going to enjoy this one for sure. Uh, and then... uh. Alright, so we got through all those. Now we have five trailers to talk about. 
First up was uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, she had a second trailer for that movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, uh, did you feel anything for it? Like, I definitely thought this trailer was a lot more exciting than the first one. Like, I, maybe it's just because I've never been that interested in the Captain Marvel comic. But, like, I don't know. It's 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 getting hard for me to get excited for it because it's not someone I'm... I've been waiting to see on the big screen, but like it, it is cool that they went super comic book image, like accurate for some of her shots. Like even like the really goofy, like space helmet that she has that gives her hair like a Mohawk. I think that looks really dumb, but like they it's in the comics and they did it for the movie. So I, I kind of appreciate that, but I don't know. It looks like a very entertaining movie, but I just don't know enough about the character to get excited about the things that are in the trailer yet. Yeah, and for me, uh, watching it, I was very... I'm, I'm set, sitting in between bored and indifferent, to be really? honest. Bored. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just so monotone. And that's what was just kind of whatever. And I know people were like, she was raised like military, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's great. So military raised her to have no emotions. That's fine, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It it's it just seems very whatever. Weirdly but, enough, I'm more excited that they're putting the scrolls in the Marvel Universe finally. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Um, they were never really big for me personally. So it's like it doesn't. It's cool to have them there, but I'm not. It's, I'm just kind of like, yeah, we have to get through this so we can get to Avengers Four. Yeah, for me, it's just then, like the 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 idea that they're adding the scrolls to the movie universe op- opens the doors for like so many more things that they could do in in like space stories and stuff. I mean, yeah, because isn't it basically the scroll? Kree Civil War or whatever. Or, yeah, they could, or do, that. Scroll, they could the do war, se- like the Secret Invasion, which could be freaking cool. Like, yeah, they, they, there's a bunch of stuff they can do over time easily, especially yeah. with like what they're planning on. I'm sure for Phase Five or whatever it's going to be called, New yeah. New Order. I don't know what the fuck they're going to call it. Um, overall, like she seems, it's Brie Larson. I like Brie Larson a lot. Like yeah, I liked her. What was she in that I? She was in. There was a movie I saw her in that I really liked her a lot, and, but I can't remember. Which, <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Was it the... <sighs> Damn it. What movie was she in that I liked? There was some... All right, there was a... I, I, I swear, there was a movie she was in Who? that I enjoyed. Well, she was in Kong Skull Island. She was... No, it was whatever. Uh, she was in Scott the, Pilgrim. That's what it was. Oh, wait, no, she wasn't that important in that, though. Who was she or, in wait, Scott Pilgrim? She, wasn't she the ex-girlfriend? Of Scott's. Was she? Yeah. Was that it? Oh, shit. I was thinking of someone. Did she oh, lose weight since I'm then? thinking of the girl that played Ramona Flowers. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Brie Larson's okay. But... <laughs> I was thinking of uh, whoever played Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, no. She was Scott's girlfriend or ex girlfriend. Yeah. That's what I said. Ah, I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah I love her. Thing. She was like the singer or whatever. It's like. <laughs> 
Yeah, she was in that. She was in Kong. My boyfriend's which a vegan. No one, that just everyone but John C. Riley was kind of bad in Kong. Like, no, John C. Riley was the only entertaining character, really. Like, Tom, you're like, oh, cool, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson. And then Tom Hiddleston's, like, just kind of there. And he, like, attacks stuff with a sword for a little bit. And I'm just kind of like, all right. And Samuel Jackson's just like, burn it all down. I'm like, all right, great. This, uh, these characters or whatever. Um, well, that defeated everything I was thinking. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. It just, it's going to happen. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to not watch the Captain Marvel movie. No, I mean, that's uh, the thing. It's like, I may not be excited for it, like, exactly, but I, at this point, am pretty assured that it will at least be an entertaining movie to go see. Yeah, and it's like everyone that, uh, it's funny, I looked in the comments just for the hell of it. I'll, I'll just see what the top comments are. All people are actually talking about it's not even talking about her they're just talking about samuel jackson and the cat that's it that's what everyone's talking about no one else is talking about anything but that, that i do have to say that the only thing like yeah they're whatever technology they're using to like digitally de-age sam jackson and they said they're gonna do the same thing for the colson actor but we haven't seen him yet but yeah we'll like, see him i literally forgot that they were doing that for this movie and so the whole time that sam jackson is in the trailer i'm just like Man, Sam Jackson looks really good. Like they they must have done really good with the makeup department or something. So like I literally forgot that that's not even his like, I guess technically his real face. But I don't know how to describe that. It's just really weird. No, no, I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but it looks good though. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Ronan's in there, and then uh, Ronan's. Uh... No, that was the next trailer. No, they, they show all, I mean, they still showed all five of them. There's like a squad she's with, and Ronan's oh, one of them. Oh, sorry. When you said Ronan, I thought you were talking about Hawkeye in uh, Avengers. No, Story. I was talking about Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, Ronan's there. Yeah, Ronan's there, and then his uh, henchman guy that was in the first Guardians movies there. And then I think one of the Nova Corps dudes is there, too, yeah, uh, that I, dies in Guardians 1. Before, and then, um, yeah, that's it. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'll watch it. That's about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which leads uh, just to one teaser really fast. Uh, they teased season eight of Game of Thrones for sure coming in February. Not February, shit. April. Coming in April 2019. Uh, the teaser showed ice fly down from the north and ice covers two specific characters, a wolf and a dragon. And then you see fire come down from the south, and the fire covers a lion, and then the fire and the ice meet in the middle. And that kind of tells you something. Tells you it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? It's going to be crazy. But yeah, so, it. I think, obviously, I mean, like, it's kind of self-explanatory. Uh, White Walkers come down from the north. Dragons and wolves rise to meet them. Lions come in the back with the fire and are like, fuck you guys and betray, betray, along with a shitty Kraken man. Uh, That's pretty much the gist of it. Though, seeing the lion as the fire means... I'm pretty sure it's it's very self-explanatory, honestly. Cersei is going to be using wildfire easily. I can see that. 
Yeah, she's going to Mad King the fuck out of shit, and then Jamie's going to be like, yo, bitch, I gotta kill you too. She's fucking nuts. You're crazy, dude. But yeah, no, uh, Cersei, I'm pretty sure we'll use um, Kyburn and that one alchemist dude and stockpile wildfire in order to either self-destruct King's Landing or to use it in the war against not only the White Walkers, but against uh, the North and the Targaryens. We will see what happens, though. Uh, April is... If we're saying December, everything coming up to December, it's, it would be four months. So four months away is Game of Thrones Season 8, which means I am certain in probably around January, we will... Sometime in the middle of January, we'll probably get the first actual trailer. But... There is a good chance they probably won't show too much because there's not too much left to show at the same time. I mean, it's six episodes that are probably going to be like around an hour and a half each. So it'll be pretty crazy. I plan on starting in January. I'm going to start watching the show again from the, from the beginning. What I plan on doing is if it's eight seasons and that's four months, I'm going to watch seasons one and two in January, uh, three and four in February, five and six in March. And watch seven up to the lead, uh, uh, leading up to season eight in April. And let's see if I actually can keep to that. We'll, we'll find out if I can keep up, along with watching all the other shit that's out and everything else in this world. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. All right. Three trailers left. Uh, Avengers four had a trailer come out this week. You. <laughs> You totally forgot about it. Um, no, I just like... Good reason to. Oh, right. Yeah, I did say I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just... All right. So it, it showed a few things. Like it's like, oh, Iron Man's basically space marooned in a ship somewhere in space. And he's like, I'm coming. Yeah, I feel slowly like... Slowly but surely they, until uh, either... I feel I like don't they understand. were uh, insinuating that Pepper Potts is going to show up as rescue to rescue him because he's like oh sending her a message i think he was leaving her his like last words like well yeah no he's giving he her was... basically like his will and testament pretty much yeah but what he said was like i know like it's too good to be like uh, what did he say he's like like hoping drifting and hoping for like a chance of rescue or whatever is like against the odds or whatever basically he like he specifically said rescue and i was like that's what pepper is called when she wears the armor we'll see it's either i i don't know if they'll go that far into it though that's the thing um it'll either be pepper Potts rescuing him or it's gonna be captain marvel rescuing him it's one or the other that'd be neat uh what happened to nebula though it's i I guess she was just like fuck this shit i'm out i i've heard people say that like one of the shots of her in is like in the trailer shows that she's on the ship too, but maybe okay, that would not make at sense. the same time. I don't know. She's probably probably there too. I would assume because it's like where else are they gonna fucking be? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you have the other Avengers just kind of fucking around. I doubt she'd want to stay on Titan. Uh, Hawkeye is in the Ronin gear, which is like. How how would you describe Ronan? He's like, um, isn't it when he's not feeling the spirit of a hero or something? Uh, honestly, this was like the first time I'd ever heard of Ronan. 
And so I, I looked it up when people were like, oh my God, Hawkeye's turning Ronin. And I was like, what? So I, I looked it up. Because it's like... Basically, it's like at some point, uh, Hawkeye experienced like a really deep tragedy, like his family dying or whatever, which is probably what it's going to be in the movie. No, they totally got dusted, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah, and like while he is like, he basically decides to give up his like, I don't kill people thing, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to kill anyone. So that's why he's, he stops using, like, the trick arrows and stuff, and he's just like, I'm just going to use a sword and just kill people and, like, roam about and do, like, my version of justice. I'm going to call myself Ronin. Yeah, and it's it would make sense, especially since, like, oh, his family died, and they died because he would feel probably guilty since he was the one that was like, okay, that's fine. I'll stay under house arrest so I can see with my family. And it's like, oh, you weren't at the fight. You could have possibly yeah. helped aid in stopping this and yeah, whatnot. like he he wasn't in avengers 3 because he was probably sitting it out with like living with his family like he just like him man yeah that was like the whole point of avengers well at least his storyline in avengers 2 was to be like hey by the way i've got a family i never talk about them because i don't want them to be like in the line of danger and when we're done with this Zakovia stuff, I'm just going to retire because I want to live with my family before, like, I die in combat. Yeah. And, I, I mean, he's probably super pissed, too, at the American government or himself, either one. Probably. Since they put him in that situation in the first place. Yeah. And uh, he's, yeah, he's just like, you know what? Your fucking rules don't apply to me. I have nothing to lose anymore. So I'm just going to fuck around until Black Widow, I guess, comes and finds him. And it's like, hey, we need you back. And then uh, I guess they'll use Ant-Man to save the world. Yeah. So, I wonder how he gets out of the quantum realm. I have no idea. Uh, he'll, it's Ant-Man. He'll figure something out. I, I'm wondering, though, is it like, oh, it's going to be a... Uh, going through the quantum realm back in oh, time yeah. or is it like some other shit it's like a bunch of shit that i'm kind of like part of me wonders at the same time i don't really care enough to, to care i'm like it'll i'll just wait till the movie happens and i'll be like oh cool or whatever when it actually shows whatever it does and then that's it <laughs> so one weird fan theory i've been hearing because like anytime there's a new marvel trailer they there's like fan theories out of the wazoo uh, one of the theories I've heard is the, like, the timestamp on that Ant-Man security footage, if you, like, zoom in on it, it's dated, like, 1960-something or whatever, so that, that's why Cap is like, is, is this a recording? So, I, I doubt it, but it'd be interesting if that is, like, yeah, wait, what the fuck, Ant-Man is in the past? How did that happen? Although, the, why would that be playing right then? Ant-Man saves the universe? Yeah. So, like, that would be interesting if he does go, like, he finds some civilization in the quantum realm. Because, like, there is a deleted scene from Ant-Man 2, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, where, like, briefly, while uh, uh, Hank Pym and Janet are, like, trying to get out of the quantum realm, they come across a, like, alien like, a living spore giant thing, like, at least giant to their perspective at the time, and Janet had, like, a translator that let her speak to it or whatever, and I was just like, I could see why they cut that out of the movie because it really didn't add anything other than, holy shit, there's life in the quantum realm, 
but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, it was it was just it was fine. It was a fine trailer. They they weren't trying to really give you much. They're trying to hide everything until I guess the movie comes yeah, out. Honestly, it's <laughs> Avengers Four is one of those movies where like they wouldn't even need to do any trailers for it, and I'd still go see it just to be like, what happened next? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's it's weird because it's probably it, of all the Marvel movies, it is by far the most predictable of them all. Um, but well, just because it's like the storyline in the comics was so iconic that like I doubt that they deviate too far from that. Well, not even that. You just you already know nothing really bad is going to happen, so you're just kind of like, like, all right. I feel like a few characters might stay dead post snap, but not yeah, like, like most of three. them are coming back. Like like Gamora might stay dead because she died before the snap. Well, so uh, any any dust people, so like I said, it's like, a, probably just said 20 times already now. Uh, if you got dust insurance, you're coming back. <laughs> uh, you're already insured. You're fine. Uh, Spider-Man had dust insurance, so he was insured for Spider-Man 2 Homecoming. So uh, Black Panther had dust insurance. He was insured for Black Panther 2. Anyone that got dusted will come back. See, Anyone that wasn't dusted, we'll here's see. Here's the funny thing about like the Spider-Man thing, though. Like, again, this is cr- crazy fan theory, but what if the reason why it's called Spider-Man Far From Home is because it takes place in the Soul Gem? My- Soul Gem? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I doubt it. But like, that, it's possible that he's not alive again yet, but I'd, that'd be really weird to do a whole movie inside the, the Soul Gem. They're not doing that. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, no. Although I feel like it's got to play like a huge role in this one, but I I also want to know why the hell they like teased Adam Warlock at the end of Guardians Two. Oh, he probably already got dusted. Dude, this is gonna be so weird if. I mean, he's not even gonna matter anymore. There, like, is Guardians Three even gonna happen? If it does, it was. I'm I'm not actually watching it. Are you gonna? For sure, I'm not watching it. I don't know. Yeah, that that's a good point. It's hard to say. Like, I'm definitely less interested now, just partly because of the controversy around, like, why James Gunn was fired, but also, like, I don't know, it would probably, it would just feel different if someone else did it. Yeah. I'm just, eh. I mean, I've, it's like the, the Marvel movie craze has died for me a lot more nowadays. It's not as exciting, I'm just kind of like... Yeah, they're coming, and then when they come, it's like, cool, alright, and they're gone. There's no... The hype is... I would Honestly, yeah, the hype is pretty much dead for me at this point, completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just come and go now just because they're so... They're, it's very much always there. You already know what you're expecting, or at least I know what I'm expecting, and then I come out of it, and I'm like, yeah, it's either anywhere from this is bad, this is fine, or this, this is pretty good. And that's about it. Like, it's nothing special anymore, at least for me. It's 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 played its course in terms of um, hype and excitement, uh, anticipation, which really didn't... It was there for phase one, it was there for phase two. Phase three is just kind of when it started completely dying. Eh. Yeah. 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 
I don't know. I still enjoy the movies. Like I, I can. Oh no, I didn't say I didn't I, enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, I, I can still see what you mean. That like, it's not. I don't get as excited for them. I guess because you know, it, it's. I guess it's like you know it's going to be at least good. So you're just like, oh, cool, another Marvel movie's coming. Uh, not necessarily anymore. I uh, some of them haven't really proved it anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Guardians 2 is where I was like, oh, uh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, that one in particular, I, like, mostly because I, I liked Guardians 1 so much that I expected so much more out of the second one. And, like, on the one hand, it was cool seeing them do Ego the Living Planet, which I never thought they'd, like, even try to do on screen. Because, like, how do you put a living planet with a face on a screen and have it, like, do stuff that makes sense? I don't know. But, I don't know. Like, I think my, my, when I realized I had an issue with Guardians 2 was about, like, halfway through the movie where I had this thought of just, like, what's the plot? I mean, it's, like, it's literally tropes, quips, and merchandising the movie. That is literally it. For that one in particular, I was just like... Yeah. Like, halfway through the movie, I was just like, nothing... Like, there's no direction to this one. Like, they... Like, funny shit is happening, and it's, like, consistently at least somewhat funny or, like, entertaining, but... Like, there's literally no through line to, like, this happened because this happened because this happened. It's just like... Oh, now they're here. Now they're there. Now they're here. Oh, now they're talking to Ego. Oh, now the movie's ending. Like, it felt yep. disconnected, I guess. I mean, it didn't help either that every single time something remotely sad happened for every character, the same exact sad music would start playing on the world's smallest violin, hmm. and you're just kind of like, oh, God, I, don't I see what I, going for I chalk here. that up as just, like, theme music that's pretty common. No, a little too common for my taste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Just Marvel. Marvel! Yeah! Woo! Yeah. And then, uh, more importantly, 20 times more importantly, another trailer came out. And this trailer made you forget all the other trailers. Dude, like, I literally, I've watched this trailer, I don't even know how many times, just because, like... The music of it is so good, and the, the visuals of it, and just like every second of it, I'm just like, yes, 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 more. Yeah, for for those that have not yet guessed what we're talking about, we are talking about the one and only Godzilla King of Monsters movie coming out in 2019 in May. That movie will be the movie of the year for sure. Um, <laughs> nothing is coming close to it. In terms of anticipation, that I'm actually hyped for. I cannot freaking wait for this movie. Like, I don't expect it to have a story that makes sense, but it's just, like, I love that they're leaning into just, like, hey, what if all those monsters from those cheesy Godzilla movies from, like, the like a while back, what if they actually went all out and just, like, decimated the Earth while fighting? How cool would that look? Let's see what that looks like. I want to see that. Yeah. And just like you, you know there's going to be more. They said there's going to be more. Um, in the trailer it shows the ground shaking. 
and something coming out of the ground, and that could be one of the four main monsters, or it could be Anguirus. Dude, yeah, the, who usually the mountain, always comes the, the what looks like a mountain like coming out of the ground. I yeah. think that's to Anguirus. Yeah. I don't know what the crustacean looking thing is though. I think that so at first when I saw like the kind of legs, the weird they legs, look like I, crab legs. So I, I thought at first it was like a part of Ghidorah, and then I was like, no, no, no. No, it's then I, a crustacean exoskeleton. It's either that, or it could be Kumonga. Hmm. You know Kumonga, right? Mm, refresh my memory. A giant spider. Oh yeah. It could be Ch- Kumonga, or it could be Ibera, which who was uh, remember the the giant lobster Godzilla fought in Godzilla vs. Sea yeah. Monster. Yeah, that was Ibera. I would say it's one of those two. Personally, I think a movie like this where you need monster. They said there's going to be more kaiju than just the main four. I think there'll be enough where there's going to be a few, maybe like maybe two or three. Maybe just one. I'm not, I, I, th- I would say I believe two or three would be there just to lose and like get destroyed by the other yeah. monsters. Well, there's that line that someone has that's like, they're everywhere fighting to be like a, an alpha that rivals Godzilla. And just like that leads me to believe that it's not going to be necessarily Godzilla fighting everyone throughout the movie. It's like all of these monsters battling each other and then they just like kind of lead up to Godzilla fight at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a there's going to be a full bracket and they're going to compete in the brackets and it'll be elimination rounds. And once you get through the elimination rounds, you will be able to challenge the current reigning king who will, in the end, still kick their asses. That is the premise. I personally... It, it's crazy, because you know, like, uh, Mothra's always been the one that fights for the people. Yeah, I love Mothra, but, like, I just sadly don't think she's gonna beat any of the, like, main ones. Like, Oh, no, 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 Mothra will definitely... Rodan Mothra's gonna get... do just blows my mind. Oh, but Rodan is gonna... I am so... Dude freaking excited for Rodan I, specifically. I love that shot of him flying over the city and the, oh, you just the see everything dude, just being torn away. Like, dude, the one dude just, like, standing on the street just gets, like, sucked up into the air because it's, like, that's the pressure wave that, like, follows yeah. him. And then, like... No, Rodan the, is insanely powerful. And then, like, the, the fighter jets are fighting him and he just does, like, a barrel roll and, like, smacks all the planes with his wings and they all explode and he doesn't even, like, flinch. And I was just like, holy shit, there's no way that, like, I'm sorry, Mothra, there's no way you beat that. You yeah. look cool and everything, and the, for some reason your wings seem to glow. Let's We'll see what that's all about. But I also like that they give Mothra, like, kind of stabby-looking front legs. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting seeing Mothra's size in comparison to Godzilla and Ghidorah specifically. That too. Because Ghidorah is the biggest one. Yeah. Ghidorah by far is the largest monster you're going to oh, see. Oh yeah, like that's the only monster that we've got like a good size comparison of because we get a couple shots of like Godzilla and Ghidorah like standing apart from each other. So, but like in the same so- shot so you can see yeah. and like judge like, well, we, we saw how big Godzilla was in the first one. We can kind of judge how big Ghidorah is. But we haven't seen, like, or at least Rodan, we're like, okay, he's at least as big as a mountain because he comes out of, like, 
the ho- it comes the, out of a volcano. Yeah, it comes out of the volcano. But like Mothra, we don't really know how big Mothra is. Yeah, and and like you in history of all the films, Ghidorah is always bigger than Godzilla. It's always the biggest monster. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, every time except for one specific time, Ghidorah was smaller. Um, it was. Godzilla, Ghidorah, Mothra, All Out Attack, I want to say that's what it was called. Mm. Uh, that was one of the third era films in early 2000s. I personally, it's one of my least favorite of the films. It depicts, it, it's like its own standalone world. There, It's not tied to any other film. It's a world where in this one, Ghidorah, Mothra, and... Uh, Baragon. Baragon's another kaiju. Uh, they are the three guardians of the world. <laughs> okay. And Godzilla is like the demon, basically. And this is what kills me. Godzilla is because he's like an evil monster that destroys the earth. His eyes are white. He doesn't have any actual pupils hmm. or anything. So it's like a basically a monster without a personality. There's nothing there. It's just a force of evil attacking the world. And you have Ghidorah for air mothra for what was it was air was it earth fire and water i think mothra was water baragon was earth and Ghidorah was fire Hmm. it was either it was either it was like wind land and sea or it was no it was it was earth fire and water i'm pretty sure and like they're all smaller than godzilla godzilla's the biggest Ghidorah's it's the only time Ghidorah's smaller than Godzilla, because uh, the anta- they always make the antagonistic monster the the biggest. And if I'm correctly, only one of them lives. I think Ghidorah dies, and I think Baragon dies, and I think only Mothra survives. But um, yeah, that movie was I didn't like that movie. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, overall that trailer was freaking crazy. You have multiple characters. You could already see what the different characters are. You you have one, which is... I forget what the scientist's name is. There's a scientist woman and her daughter who is 11 from Stranger Things. And it seems like they are kidnapped and under the supervision of Tywin Lannister, who is a corporate leader of some shadow organization that is trying to, it seems like, control the monsters. And then you have the husband of that family or ex-husband, probably husband. I'm not really sure. He is with the American government and uh, Ken Watanabe's character from, he's basically with a uh, monarch, which is Ken Watanabe and um, what's her, Sal, was it, her name's Sally Hawkins, right? The actress? The, who? Sally Hawkins. She's in it. She was in the first one. She was also the woman in... Uh, she was the leading actress in uh, Shape of Water. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure it's Sally Hawkins. Anyway, I so Sally Hawkins... she was in the first Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah. She, they were the monarch scientists. So the husband oh, will be... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so monarch will return, uh, since that's what they do. And American government's there. You see soldiers, so you'll have soldier perspective as well. And then you'll still have the father doing his stuff. So, like, those are the two main areas you're going to be going with for the most part. And, yeah, we're going to have a lot of monsters fighting. I think there is a chance for the story to get better. Like, I, I'm almost, I am honestly 98% positive that the 
character, like the human story, will be better than the uh, 2014 Godzilla story. Just because I know people were not uh, very happy about that one, but well, yeah, the problem was it focused too much on the, the human character. Yeah, and like Brian Cranston was interesting because he was trying to prove like that that Godzilla existed or not Godzilla, but like these giant monsters exist and stuff like that. But he died so early that we didn't get much of him, and his son was just far less interesting than he was. Yeah, and that movie for me, it's it's a very, it's honestly a very special movie to me for specific reasons that we would I just won't go into this time, but there's a lot of reasons why I can't really have a full I guess quote unquote professional opinion on that uh, on that film just because it hits specific notes for me that make it very one of a kind. Mm. But yeah. And then last was a trailer for that you honestly just showed me right before the show, uh, Brightburn. And it is a world where we get a kid that's like Superman, but it goes the complete opposite direction where it is much more like he uses the powers for destruction. And it looks very horror oriented, which is really weird. It's interesting. Like the idea that like it, it looks like a, like a monster movie. But the monster is a little boy with Superman powers. Like, what if he, like, yeah, like, as a small child, he doesn't have, like, a fully developed sense of right and wrong yet. So what if he uses his powers to take out people that just, like, annoy him? That he's like, you're, like, I don't like you. You're annoying. To kill you now. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. And it, that that looks like, did, did it say when it was coming out? I don't remember. But yeah, I'll I, I'll definitely see that. That, that looks really fucking cool. It's like cool. so close to Superman lore. That oh, it, it looks it's literally the same exact. It is uh, Crashlands in the middle of seems like Heartland America, farmland area, loving family, loving parents come and get the kid, uh, or start raising the kid. Kid starts developing the powers, and he's like, "What am I?" Yeah, and he's like super, just like you don't know what he's what where he comes from. And it seems like, it's like what the mom said when he's, like, uh, trying to open that little door. Yeah, it's like he was, under the it's barn. like he was drawn to it. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I wonder what place he came from. Uh, it's, I don't know if that planet's a good place. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it might be the, op- it might be, like, complete opposite of Krypton. <laughs> Who knows? What if it was, like... Goku, where like Goku was sent here to kill. Oh, us to destroy all. Earth, and then he hit his head, so he didn't remember who he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks really cool. The only thing I can relate to this is uh, the closest things are Superman Red Sun, but that's different. It's like, oh, what if Superman was raised in Russia and he basically yeah. becomes like a dictator, or uh, specifically recently in a comic event for batman called dark knight's metal there are there's a besides like the regular multiverse of different planets and like different types of heroes from those planets like oh this is where all the uh female heroes are male and all the male heroes are female and here's one where they're all cowboys and so on and so on uh besides that there is a third place called the dark multiverse and it's like there is the dark matter where like you know in regular universes you have matter and antimatter there's dark matter and there's these dark multiverses where uh there is all these dark earths where uh 
things didn't develop correctly, so these Earths cease to exist after a certain amount of time. Like, they're on a very specific time frame, and then they just end. And in these ones are all these different Batmen that don't really have good endings, and they become something else. Like, one, and one, one of them, that's getting its own comic is the Batman Who Laughs, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I, I just got that issue today. I'm really excited. I'm actually really interested in that because well, so the metal went through everything and they go through all the Batman's, all the different Batman, and they all answer to a basically a demon, and specifically though one of them is called the what was his name, uh, the Dawn Breaker. I want to say, Devastator. Uh, I want to say it was Dawnbreaker. But I could be wrong. That might be a different one. But so it's weird. Each of these Batman are like as if they were fused with one of the Justice League members, one of the main ones. And the one I'm talking about is the one that uh, takes after Green Lantern. So I think his name was Dawnbreaker. When Bruce's parents die in Crime Alley, when Joe Chill kills them, a Green Lantern ring comes onto Bruce. Oh, shit. And he's so distraught with anger that the ring's like, I'm your ring, blah, blah, you're a Green Lantern now. And Bruce is like, cool, I want to kill him. And the ring's like, you can't do that. That's against the Green Lantern code. And Bruce is like, I want to kill him. And his will overrules that of the ring seriously and corrupt his will of it is his willpower of wanting to murder this man for killing his parents is so powerful it completely corrupts the ring That's into crazy. losing full like green lantern um capabilities to where it just answers to bruce and it's just powered by bruce's own uh dark will yeah so like, it's like it's like a dark willpower does he even need a lantern no, 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 he just needs the... I, I don't remember, but he just... He basically just murders the shit out of this guy. That's insane. And then he start, He becomes, like, a Batman still, but it's, like, a Green Lantern Batman. And he ends up still fighting crime, but basically murdering the shit out of it. Until he... I think he's, like, a teenager or something. He's still very young. And he's probably... He's the youngest of the Batman. And he ends up killing, like, uh, I think the, the... He kills, like, Gordon... And I think the Justice in each planet like that Batman kills his Justice League, I think. Except for the one that turns into Doomsday, he has Superman's evil in that one, so he had to kill Doomsday. He had to kill Superman. Um, but it's crazy because oh, that's what it was. The Green Lantern Corps and the Guardians come to stop him, and they're like, "Hey, you can't do this shit." And they're like, "The willpower will stop you," and he's like. There won't be any willpower or lanterns for you because you won't see anything. And he just turns, he turns everything to darkness and they turn their lights on for a second. And he basically manifested all of these creature, used the light to make these creatures and they just massacre the entire core. Jesus. Yeah. It, it gets super, each, uh, each, each night got their own one shot. So you learn about all of them. And there was, there's, uh, what was it, seven of them? There was 
One for Flash, one for Cyborg, one for Aquaman, one for Wonder Woman, one for Green Lantern, one for Superman, uh, one for Joker, and no, yeah, that's, I think that's everyone, I said Flash already, yeah, 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 there were like seven, there were seven Dark Knights, but the new book, Batman Who Laughs, so some of them died, not all of them, served, like, uh, so, uh, the Flash one died because he turned back. The, the Flash one was the most fucked up. Uh, the Well, not most fucked up, but it was really weird because he was uh, Death the Red Racer or something. It was like the Red the red, de red Death. Batman the Red Death. And his was... Uh, him and... I think Bruce's son... I think Damien dies. Or his whole family. Bruce loses everyone. Like his, the Bat family gets murdered or something. So he's like, I need to go save them. And he's like, Barry, you gotta help me. And Flash is like, I'm not, we can't do that. And so <laughs> some things happen where the world's ending or something. But Barry basically captures the Flash. Chains him to the front of his car after beating the shit out of him. And then rides it into like this portal or something. And they fuse together with Bruce taking control. What? So he's Batman with the Flash's power. That's fucking and in weird. the... In the metal book, um, they were able to purge Bruce's control, and so Barry gains control again from that Earth, and he's like, I'm actually good, so I'm going to help you guys. And then Batman, who laughs, is like, you know, I always, I only, only half trusted him, because only half of him was there, and the other half was you. So we all actually already accounted for this, and we didn't tell you the full plan, so now you're going to die. And so <laughs> you see him die. Um, I have to, I have to go back and read it again to see who else dies, because I know for sure Batman Who Laughs lives, but I don't, I feel like a couple of the others live too, but I don't, I don't remember anymore. Uh, the cool thing about Batman Who Laughs though, that 60 issue miniseries, he's been in, um, he was in the Justice League book recently with helping Lex Luthor. He was in some, one of the DC new age of hero books which is like a whole new set of books that came out after metal which they were kind of a flop uh, and then now he's got this miniseries where it's batman fighting him again but he brought another batman with him this time one that wasn't in metal and this is uh, i think his name is called um shit i can't remember his name but it's a Batman who just straight up uses weapons. It's like a Batman with a shit ton of guns on him. So you just see all these like ammo belts and shit. He's got like bandoliers on. He's got like two assault rifles in his hand. He's just like, let's do this. And he's got like a sword. <laughs> yeah. And it's drawn by Jock, who's just really good. But okay. All right. I'm just ranting about comics now. Uh, I'm going to stop. I actually might just cut all that out. We'll see. Uh, if not, then you guys will just hear a good uh, like five minutes of comics. It's interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, if we had a comic podcast, that would be completely different, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, that's all the news for today. Uh, uh, was there wait, anything else the you wanted? Poster. Uh, I don't, no? No. <laughs> no. Uh, there's a Sonic poster. It looks terrible. He's don't watch that movie. Ugly. I'm not watching that movie. It's just, uh, someone's, they're trying to, they're making a monster. They're making a monster, and it's, it's scary. Well, I don't like, like it. Can you imagine what his eyes look like? If, if, like, they took his cartoony, like, thin arms and legs and tried to give him 
real muscle like arms and it legs. just doesn't it looks so disturbing it looks so weird it, like it looks it's like not right it looks like they tried to take a like a runner's body proportions and then just put sonic's head on it it's it's just, with fur oh, God. and yeah and yeah like the the only like so you mostly just see the outline of sonic it, but like the face is in shadows and i think that's honestly because like he's probably gonna be hideous because yeah, no, Sonic has always had that weird, like, it looks, it's hyper-stylized, so it looks good in, like, the game animation and in the cartoons and stuff, where, like, his eyes aren't actually separated. It's just, like, this huge white section with, like, almost like a widow's peak kind of thing for an eyebrow, where, like, you can see where his eyes should be disconnected, but it doesn't connect to, like, his nose ridge. And just, like, the eye feel like that would look weird in a live action like hybrid movie like they're trying to do so and like they've even said already that like they tried to modernize sonic's look but i just think he's gonna look like a horrible monster yeah it's it's kind of funny how this always happens where they're like yo we have a great idea and then you see it and you're like do you are you guys do you guys actually think correctly what's what's going on in there? You guys say you have something good, and then you show us this, and then we just question your sanity. Like I can't this even is... I can't even get excited that uh, Jim Carrey is going to be Robotnik or Eggman in this. I never cared to begin with, like, to be honest. I just feel like like I love like I love Jim Carrey, and I feel like if there's anyone that can play a character as weird as Robotnik or Eggman, it would be Jim Carrey, but. Now, like, if I'm going to have to look at Sonic, like, looking like that, the whole movie, I'm going to just, it's going to be so weird. I think Sonic may have cursed that last part. Yes. Yeah, sorry, there's more technical technical uh, difficulties. I can't even say technical anymore. Jesus. Uh, yeah, to Sonic, uh, it's creepy as fuck. Um, I think if they want to do this right, in the wrongest way, in the most wrong way, it's not even a word. I uh, they'll have Sonic just be like talking to people, and he'll he'll look at them and go, "Hey, can you do this?" And they'll be like, "What?" And he's just gonna go. He's gonna sit down, and he's gonna raise his legs over his head, <laughs> and he's gonna start licking his crotch. And you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this movie?" That's what I would do. Not really. But, I mean, if they're doing this fucked up shit with, with the way he looks, that's uh, just the direction I'd be like, well, if we're going to go in it, we're just going to we're gonna fucking go balls deep, man. We're not even, we're not touching the shallows. You either go one direction or the other. There's no other way. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I feel like I could live without this movie. I'm not existing. watching it. I will, I mean, I bet, I just never liked Sonic in the beginning. So this, this doesn't, if anything, this makes just, it solidifies my argument of fuck that <laughs> that that's fair like yeah i've never been a huge sonic fan i like i like some of the games like i don't know i just they don't need to make a live action movie dude you're just gonna get a bunch of furries in there with an orgy just watching sonic oh and, shit uh, yeah that's the other thing it's like i don't know if you're aware but the sonic fan base is like one of the worst I can imagine a a sect of people that are beyond scary. Dude, there's so much 
disturbing fan fiction of like Sonic and Rose and other and other characters, and then and then the, it's like it's almost like is a, Rose the that's the bat, right? No, oh, I was thinking of Amy, but yeah, Rose is the bat. You're right. Uh, no, that's oh Rouge. shit. Why did I know that? Okay. Yeah, her, actually, her name is Rouge. Rouge. What the? F- okay. Yeah, I don't know. I. The, and then there's like there's almost like a, at least for part of that Sonic fan community, there it's like, a subsect of furries where they're they're they all want to be anthropomorph- anthropomorphic animals, but specifically. Sonic style. Would you would you say that would you say that for the Sonic fandom, with all the different groups of them, there's probably uh, seven circles of hell's worth of them. At least that much, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's at the bottom. Which which one would classify over the other? Which one is the dark, the dark fandom and the other dark fandom? Well, according to Dante's Inferno, the the deepest layer of hell is like iced over, and that's where like. Those who betray God go, which is why Lucifer's there. Oh, uh, so it's probably the guy that is naked and just painted himself like Sonic, and he's just like, I gotta go fast, and he just runs around his house. <laughs> <laughs> you too slow. And that's, that's the bottom of hell. <laughs> that's what it is. And the only he's not, he's not wearing any clothes, he just wears the fucking Sonic hat. No. The lowest level <laughs> level of hell is having to live with those people, and it's just oh like that's God. where they all go. And it's like, if you're that bad, you live with them forever, and you're just like, this is the worst I could ever imagine. There's a spe- <laughs> there's a special place in hell for Sonic fans, brown coats, and God knows what else that it traverses this earth in the in the yeah. darkest deeps of the night. I think in Dante's Inferno, the like where hell is is supposed to be the creator that like Lucifer made when he impacted Earth. So like that's why he's in the lowest level too, is because like that's literally as far down as he crashed into the Earth, and like the seven rings were just built around that. Okay. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. All right. Overall, so I'm looking at the time code, it says like two and a half hours. Jesus. It's, dude, it's not, it's for sure, it's not like that, because we have to oh, cut out. Oh, wait, yeah, we had a few There's points so. where I was recording still, and you weren't, so it's going to be a lot of like, oh uh, uh, god, the ma- amount of things I got to match up. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of work for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I probably won't work on it tomorrow, I'll probably do it. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you somehow. Yeah, just we send it to just me. We should probably just finish um, it up, though. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to reach us, uh, you could once again be the first one to do it. <laughs> Email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail dot com. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, I'll just give you uh, announcements when we're about to record or when it comes out next episode. I just follow at sutrasidetalk. If you want to follow James specifically, just follow him at Invader Jim One Two Four. If you want to follow me, just follow me at underscore Raider underscore. And yeah, that's pretty much uh, everything. Give us your any comments, concerns, feedback, negative or positive. I uh, will take any. If you have emails that you just want to, maybe you want to ask a question and have it put on the show, we will definitely do it. Uh, we haven't had any people do it.
do it yet, so it's not like we're going to pick and choose. We'll take any. Unless it's really, really terrible, we'll still probably read it and just be like, all right, this person said something stupid, but this is what they said. And, no yeah. internet bullies. Yeah. Uh, or we'll bully you. Yeah. Yeah. And take your lunch money and uh, use it to buy um, pogs. But, yeah. Sweet, uh, sweet pogs. Yeah, fucking goosebump pogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the show. Uh, we're, we'll be back next week, most likely. James will be back, so we'll record ironically other podcasts will probably stop around december we'll probably kick it into high gear more we'll have more uh time to a little bit more time to do it but yeah so hope you enjoyed the show you guys have a great one yeah thanks for listening